And welcome to the All Sports Show, live from the front bar, front bar of the Premier Hotel. Gentlemen, 30 weeks in, 28 episodes, who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? What about the mood lighting? Welcome welcome back to the show, of course. <laughs> yeah. Darren Ford, welcome back, brother. Thanks, Ivan. very dapper in your suit today. Yeah, I've had a luncheon today. I emceed a luncheon at Seas with uh, Brian Fletcher and Nathan Almost. It was a great day. They were great guests and uh, good to be here, mate. Good to see you. Uh, Brett Keeble, Herald Journo extraordinaire. Welcome back, buddy. Back you, from you, the you uh, Wild missed, West. You missed the greatest episode last week. I know I did. Uh, I watched it online, boys, and uh, not live, but eventually. Uh, two weeks in the States, back on deck. I feel like I've missed uh, the party of all parties, from what I've heard, and the after party was almost as good. And, uh, and of course, the, the golden child of Periscope this week, Kurt Fernley. Welcome back, brother. But I wish I had shares in that thing. I um Fantastic, that was, mate. That was a cracking uh, week last week. I and congratulations on the win, mate. It was good. Thank you. Yeah. What's that, What's that, mate? Number 11, was it? Something like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Seven look, in a row. 11 out of 12. Uh, look no, at one Keebs. wasn't here. Look at Keebs. All decked out in the old 49ers gear. 49ers, baby. They're terrible, but hey, I still love them. <laughs> plane. Hey, how'd you pull up, Kurt? It was a, it's a, I watched it on Periscope myself. It was, it was amazing footage. Uh, obviously a good win. How'd you pull up? Mate, I feel great. That's the uh, fastest Sydney Marathon I've did in a few years. It was probably five minutes quicker than what I did the, the, the year previous. Um, no muscle soreness. I was, still wow. I was still fresh after the end, but um, I, it's a really promising start to this next six weeks. So in two weeks' time, I'm in Chicago. Then is, I'm is it two champs. weeks from tomorrow, from Sunday to two the weeks Chicago? From, yeah. Two weeks from Sunday. So I'm yeah. on the flight on Sunday next week, grand final day. I missed the grand final, but the other, the four teams that are left in the comp are shithouse, so I don't <laughs> care about <laughs> hey, And, 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 yeah, and Chicago's an amazing city, as we both know. Let's, Chicago's uh, cracker. Let's not let this moment pass through. Let's acknowledge it now. Kurt Fernley among a uh, field of absolute champions where he belongs, uh, nominated for the Don Award at the Sport Australia Hall of Fame Awards in October. Uh, it, it, Jared Hayne, Jason Day, the Australian cricket team, uh, the one that won the World Cup one-day tournament, uh, the Netball Diamonds won the World Championship. Kurt's there for his New York Marathon win last mate, year. So yeah, congratulations, mate. mate. I have no idea what I have done to somebody on that judging panel. <laughs> hey, mate. But they I've done, you, some, they, I've done some pretty good you. things to them. So to, to get a gig down there. Well, I remember when we first started the show back in March, I think you just won like the... The best person in the world yeah, award sports or something. Sports personality <laughs> for Australia. And now you finish it off with this one. So come on, buddy. Your book ended up pretty nicely, Actually, mate. and the book, mate. And the book. The book the came book. up. It's been shortlisted for the William Hill uh, Sports Book of the Year. William Hill. William Hill. William Hill. What odds are you? Dollar four. Mate, actually, I'm a long shot. Well done, mate. Well, mate. Well, great rewards for great work, mate. Congratulations, mate. It's good stuff. Right up. Brett's big three's back after a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks off. And you know I thought, up? being our last show for 2015, let's have the Brett's big three for 2015. And there's been plenty mm. on in sport. We've you know, been at the coalface this year in the all on the all-sports show. And it's been a, 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 a fun ride. But I'm, my big three for the year, I've got a couple of um, Australians on the international stage and then uh, a a, an issue closer to home. But number one, Jason Day. Uh, what a story, boys. Huge. Last week he became the number one golfer in the world, the third Australian to do it, the youngest of those three at the age of 27. What a story, this guy. The, the, the problems he had as a, as a young bloke and uh, the, the hardship he's come from. He's won four of the last six tournaments he's played, which included the US PGA. Uh, a bit of vertigo knocked him out of the British Open. He was still in contention down the stretch there. Um, and he's, he's poised to win this FedEx tournament. Uh, perfect family. You know, young, young fella Dash and the, the gorgeous wife Ellie, pregnant with their second child. You know, he's, he's, uh, a couple of months ago, you'd say Jordan Spieth had the number one player in the world wrapped up, but now it's going to be neck and neck right down to the end of the season. Didn't, so, um, didn't Jordan well Spieth look unbeatable at one stage? Oh, yeah, he was like one of them two major, and everyone, everyone thought, how's it? Anyone going to get him? But Jason Day, unbelievable. 
and a great comment. He said, I'm just an average guy that hits the golf ball well. Yeah. Well, and, good, and good luck to him because the thing is, what, he's number one. They, no one will ever take that off him. So when, I'm sure when you've won gold medals, that's it. No one can ever take it off you. No one can ever take off the fact that he was a number one golfer in the world. And there are a lot of guys who play golf to try to be number one, and oh, he did sure. it. For sure. And, um, you know, he's, um, I mean, as much as I'd love to be out on the on the PGA Tour covering that as, for a job, um, I heard an interview with Brett Ogle through the week on Big Sports Breakfast, one of our uh, rivals. Uh, our subsidiary our station. <laughs> our peers. <laughs> and Brett Ogle said he's still the same uh, same fellow he's always been, like, you know, down to earth. Yeah. Um, and, and he loves when he gets away from the whole scene of the tour. Just that family man, loves his Australian sport, and and, um, and just still, yeah, still the the guy that went on the tour a few years ago and, and is now um, top of the world. So well done, well done mate. Well isn't done. That, isn't that everything that you want in an Australian athlete? Really, yeah. like the, the absolute getting the to the absolute best in the world, incredible. But then staying the guy that you were before you got there. That's the thing I Absolutely. think that we really value as a as a country. That's why we have the rafters, the Steve Wars, the, oh, the yeah. real the real hard the nosed competitors. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> he, actually, he actually he actually said his goal when he was when he was a, a young teenager was to be the number one golfer in the world. I'm a bit surprised. I thought their goal would have been to win a major. Well, it was funny. He said the other day um, after he won that tournament to to clinch it. He, he had two phenomenal rounds in the first two rounds and it was his to lose from there. And he said he'd never felt more nervous going to that last round because he knew how much was at stake and how much he wanted it, how hard he'd worked for it. And he came out of that USPGA and they, the, the, commentary, uh, the commentators in the golf community at the time said that is the sort of thing that's going to um, spur him on to win more and more events. And he, he's hardly lost since then. It's just... Yeah. It's just taken to that next level. And I think if he would shoot it out there that he wants to be the number one player in the world, the majors would... That'd take care of everything. Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. Like you, can't, he, you can't be number one without winning a major yeah, in, in, in effect. Yeah, yeah, like if I if I was to throw out, I'd like to be in the number one wheelchair racer in the world. That covers everything, you know? So yeah. if you're going to have a goal, have yeah. one worth chasing. Yeah. Number two, uh, Jared Hain, another Australian on the international stage who, phenomenal. I mean, we, we like everyone, not mocked him, but just doubted, uh, you know, applauded his courage and mm. applauded his... Uh, uh, that Aussie spirit going out and having a go when he when he declared. It's a bit condescending our sport, really. It was oh, like, oh, good luck to you, mate. Everybody you know. was. I mean, because the, what he had, what he's done, like this, a year ago, he was playing footy for Parramatta, and uh, he played State of Origin. Then in the offseason, he's like, I'm gonna go and have a crack at the NFL. So, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. He's now <laughs> in the NFL, and we're 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 whinging about. Oh, he didn't get much field time, much uh, game nah. time the other day. Like this guy is he's on a roster of 53 on an NFL side, one of the most storied franchises in the in the NFL's history and we're whinging about oh he didn't get much time on the field the other day but, but uh, he's, he, he got three returns and I think he averaged seven yards for those returns and for the uninitiated the, the, the returner only has a crack at returning it if he's got some coverage and if the, mm. the hang to, you know, if he's if he's got defence right they, on if him, they can't get back to the 20 they take a fair catch they take a fair catch because they, they go back to the 20 regardless and you can understand him being a bit gun shy after he fumbled his first yep. one where it just swirled yeah. away and he's had a dive at it and, and he, and he when, fumbled when he, when he first announced he was going on the NFL the doubters and oh, everyone on the everyone table included. Everybody. Oh, you know what? And, and, and Wasn't look, a doubter. Is that that's a small doubt. Let's, go back, <laughs> Let's <laughs> go back to the tape. Go to the tape. You know what? You know what? He, he's exceeded all everyone's doubts. Let's just take that ride. If he gets if he gets three carries a game, so be it. He's made it, mate. Let's, let's just let's just go with that. He's going to improve. He's going to get more game time over the season. And look, the 49ers look like they're going to be. They'll struggle. But they won't. They won't make that playoff. So 
as the season goes on, they might blood him more and give him more minutes. Well, the, the talk was uh, he's probably not going to be that. Uh, like Reggie Bush, their, their other running back, he's injured. Carlos Hyde took a knock last week. They're looking at more and more that he will be that special teams player on, on kick returns. Now, I've just come back from Florida, and it's not exactly the home plane isn't the talk of the, on everyone's lips in, in um, Orlando or Daytona Beach, but in all the coverage... They're no longer referring to him as a novelty player. They see him as this really athletic, um, skillful player that, that dominated his chosen sport in Australia and is now doing the business on uh, on the American stage in the NFL. So well done to him. Well done. Yeah, it's great. It's it's, it's been a story that we've followed through, obviously, the course of the year because it's, it's been nice. But um, is he going to score a touchdown this year? Oh, there's every chance. He, I'll, say, I'll say yes. You reckon? I think I'll he will. Yes, I, mean, yeah, I, I think, I think he'll get opportunities. Ago. when, If the 49 season's gone, they come out of the playoffs, he's going to get some game time, get him ready for next year. I think he can. Well, they were disgraceful last week. I mean, as I say, I'm a fan of theirs, and, and they, could not, they couldn't get anything done. Their offensive line didn't give Kaepernick any protection. Uh, when he finally got some passes, the receivers, they dropped them. He, uh, Carlos Hyde fumbled a handoff. Nothing went right. Roethlisberger and the Steelers went bang, bang, bang. Suddenly it was you know, three touchdowns to nil, and the 49ers were playing catch-up. So... He, he didn't get much cha many yeah. chances, but he'll get some chances on kick returns during the season. He needs a positive running team. He needs a positive uh, a Kaepernick that's playing well. Uh, Carlos Hyde scores two touchdowns in the first game, first round of the year. That is, that's that's Jared Haynes' position. Jared yeah. Haynes takes that ball. He scores two touchdowns, potentially. So yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah. we see it by the end of the year. Well done, buddy. Well done, Jared. And number three, close to the home, boys. And this one's uh, not real uh, cheery, but the, the headline on the Newcastle Herald the day I flew out, a couple of weeks ago, Spoon City, the day the Knights got the wooden spoon and to go to the pigeon pair with the Jets, not good at all. But I suppose when, you, when you're unlast in, in both competitions, our, 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 our town's footballing flagships, the only way is you should, up. You should get an award for that, I reckon. There should actually be an award for <laughs> the well, city that actually yeah, has let's, both. Let's say, let, let's wear it as a badge of Let's honor. replace the big penis with a massive wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> like those old style 1970s um, wooden a salad thick spoon, yeah, you know, it, the big it. ones. A pair of them, a pair yeah, of them, a pair of them on the wall. They could put them down there, but yeah, it, it's been a tough, tough. It's season. not good, Coos. No, it's not good, and and for any number of reasons, some we might get into with our first and second guests tonight. But uh, I know the Jets are rebuilding. They've come through the Tinkler, uh, the turbulent reign of, that, of Nathan Tinkler. The Knights did that last year, and it looked like uh, they'd turned the corner in that first month when they won all four games. But a lot of problems through the year with just uh, personnel and just not getting the job done in some of those close games and then the pressure that built with that and then Rick Stone uh, being moved on. And But, you know, the, a new dawn has arrived. Nathan Brown will be in town in a few weeks to oversee the, the off-season yep. program. And, uh, of course, Scott Miller is already here with the Jets and they're only a couple of weeks away from um, kicking off the A-League season. So good luck to our both footy teams, clubs, the Jets and the Both Knights clubs, a lot, of work, a lot of work to do for both clubs. Absolutely, but, you know, we're, we'll be behind them. And, and the city has to get behind them. That's exactly right, mate. It, the crowds have to go and support both codes, sure. whatever whatever your choice is. And if you're not a big fan of it, you've actually got to get behind yeah, the city. Yeah, buy a membership for both clubs and get out to Hunter Stadium and, and support your team. Correct. Support Correct. your teams. Well, mate. Brett's big three for 2015. Great stuff, Coops. Hey? You are oh, the man. for later, sorry. Brett's big three <laughs> is done and dusted for 2015. Well done, mate. And uh, you, you, it was a tough call to actually find three because... I think, hours, I think he nailed it. We spent hours in that it. production meeting whittling, whittling the shortlist down think, the three. I think you nailed it. Thank you, right boys. Up. Well, we're going to have a short break here live at the Premier Hotel at the front bar. Come along. There's a fair few punters here having a good time, having a look, waiting for us to get off so they can listen to the races and watch yeah. the football. But you can come down and have a look at it yourself, and uh, we'll be back very soon with a very special guest, Clint Newton from the Newcastle Knights. See you soon.
Welcome back to the All Sports Show, live from the Premier Hotel and, of course, streaming live at theherald.com.au. Great supporters of ours. This gentleman uh, to my left announced his retirement this year from uh, the Rugby League, but he's got one big event on Sunday. He's running after the Newcastle Knights in the uh, VB New South Wales Cup. Welcome to the All Sports Show, Clint Newton. Thanks, guys. Buddy, big day on Sunday for you. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm putting it right up there with... Uh, you know, probably the NRL premiership that, you know, I played in um, just because it means so much to me. Um, I know what it means to these young guys. And, and after a uh, difficult couple of years for the Rugby League Club um, at a first grade level, the, the Premier League is, and the New South Wales Cup has, has been one of the shining lights. It'd be fantastic for the Knights. Just to, to, for, I think the whole club and the whole town will rally around that one. If you can get that over the line, mate, everyone's just going to go ballistic because it has been a long time since they've had something to celebrate, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's been obviously uh, 01 was the last first grade premiership, and it was uh, 20 years yesterday that was the first, uh, the, la yeah, the right. last time Reggie's won uh, in 1995. So, oh, yeah. um, so it's been a, it's been a long time coming. Obviously, we were there last year, uh, didn't get the job done, but um, yeah, I'm incredibly proud of this group. Uh, we've got an average age of about 21, 22. That's even with what, me included. I was going to say you've lifted that a bit. That's, <laughs> that's, an, that's even without you. That's even with me in it. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm wrapped for the playing group. They've they've fought on uh, incredibly well this year, um, and we get an opportunity to do something special on on Sunday. Hey, you got to the dinner last year. You've made it back to to round two. What what's happened in the last couple of years around the structure or culture of the team that's that's proven successful? Me. You're a No, no, it's um I, I just think the, the, the actual group of players um we've really galvanized uh whilst first grades obviously had their own issues. The state cup have just, you know, rolled with the punches. We've used plenty of players, we've used, you know, probably um, you know, thirty five plus this year, um, in our in our squad. Um, and I just think, you know, there's no egos in our team. Everyone gets on well. We've got a, we've got a, a lot of, um, you know, youth and exuberance in our side. Um, we've, you know, a good coach in Matty Lantry. And I just think everyone really loves what they do. And I think that's it, most important. Even though you were there last year, this team, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty much a different team, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I was thinking... A, a few survivors that were there last year on the yeah, same Yeah, I was thinking day. about it last night with the boys when we had dinner. And um, there's only three. You know, so uh, three survivors out of uh, out of the 17 that played last year. So that in itself is really quite special. The fact that we've had a massive turnover of players, um, turnover of coach, uh, and we're still uh, finding ourselves in a position where we've got an opportunity to, you know, create some history of ourselves. And, mate, the emotion that comes with, I mean, you, you played your last game here on Old Boys Day and then the, the disappointment of the game at Penrith, a club you played at as well in, in the NRL. But then you, you had that little bonus of going back to the New South Wales Cup and now this finals charge and, and one game on Sunday, hopefully another one on grand final day if you get there. Yeah, obviously, you know, I was wrapped that I was able to, you know, finish my career in first grade. Um, the moment I realised that I qualified for State Cup, I, um, I, I never lost sight of that. I always wanted to go back, um, no matter what, because uh, that's, you know, that's, that's been what I came back here for. Mm. Um, yes, whilst I, you know, I've loved playing first grade, I, I get such a tremendous amount of satisfaction out of seeing other people's success and, and I get to see that weekly with the guys that I play with. And um, when they're so incredibly respectful and, um, and prepared to work hard and listen, you know, it makes me want to get out of bed, um, you know, and go to training on days that, you know, some days you, you might be feeling a bit, a bit sore and sorry at 34. And, um, you know, but they're the reason. They've, they've given me probably more than what I could have given them, you know. Remember 34, Florida? <laughs> last week, I actually think last week. You know, I watched the game last week. Um, 
he's, he's come out of the blocks fairly quickly. Uh, Fooney scored a hat-trick in the first half. Um, but he's tired fairly badly late. Mm. Is, is that something that, um, what do you put that down to? Oh, I just think, it, you know, come down to the fact of flow possession. You know, um, you know, possession's everything in this game. I think if you've got, you know, 50% of the ball, you're going to, you know, be there or thereabouts. We, um, you know, we made some, you know, bad errors coming out of trouble and, and also gave away a few, you know, silly penalties. So I think, um, you know, I think, and also they were probably fresh, you know, off the back of their week off. Uh, I think we'll, we'll learn from that. We've got a, you know, we've got a good team, as I said, but they're, they're young. Um, so uh, I think with the, with the young legs there, hopefully we'll, we'll have enough petrol in the tank to get home. As, a, as a, an advocate for the local rugby league, as I am, it was pleasing to see a guy, I've, I've called a lot of games, Kerrit Holland. Mm. Um, the, the winger from Lakes with the Heggy, his name always escapes me. And Eddie? Tua. And Eddie. Tua. Tua. Yeah. Scored a long distance try. Um, Kerrit Holland looked in, looked in the right place there in that game. Mm. And you think he can go on to play first grade? Oh, yeah. I actually was speaking to uh, Andrew Johns about him today, you know, because he obviously, you know, Cessnock, Cessnock boy. And I, I um, you know, he's been a real, uh, a real surprise packet, Kerrit. You know, I'm incredibly, again, proud of someone like him that's, you know, been brought into a, in a part-time role by Matty Lantry. And, and Matty needs, you know, some, some credit there for bringing him out of the local comp. Um, and he, he didn't play heaps at the start of the year. He got his chances through injury. And, and, uh, and during that back part of the year when a lot of us were playing first grade in Jake Memo and myself and Joey Tarpany and um, Matt Aura and those guys, uh, he stepped into the fullback role and, and single-handedly won him a couple of games. And uh, I, think he's, I think that's just tremendous for a young kid that, Obviously, didn't expect to be in this position at the start of the year, but here he is. He finds himself in a grand final in uh, a New South Wales Cup game, and um, you know I, I really think he's a good player. He's a good kid. Uh, he he's got a he's got a good rig on him. He um he's got a good head on his shoulders. He works. He's an Aleko by trade. Um and must be good uh, And he's uh yeah. So <laughs> I think that's that's a good story, and and we've got plenty of them. And Hanetti's another one that sort of. Uh, yeah. Been there last Kerrit, couple of years. Kerrit, in fact, two years ago was very a very light fullback and got ragged all a bit. Built himself up last year. and mm. it, it was actually, you know, easily in the top three players in Newcastle Rugby League. So he's done well. And Matt Lantry, of course, is a success story with the coach. He's coached Central last year. And now doing this, it's a pretty good story. Yeah, Matty. Um, you know, it's a it can be a bit of a thankless job at times. You know, the the New South Wales Cup because you're always having to you know provide players for first grade. Um, Sorry, Clint, is it right you have gone through 50 players in reserve grade? Uh, it might have been the case. That might have definitely been the case over the last couple of years. Yeah. But I think we'd be up around the 35-plus, yeah. yeah. you know, over the um, over this season, which is a massive amount. Mm, um, and, and that's where obviously Wyong, you know, with their um, not so many injuries with, you know, the Roosters and, yeah. uh, and whatnot, they've had that continuity there. So that's obviously why they're, you know, they're the favourites and they're a very good footy side. But Matty's done... A really good job. Um, he's just got on with it. He's uh, provided some guys with plenty of confidence to go on, and you know he, ne he needs uh, a real pat on the back. Well, it is. It is sorry, before I just a quick update. It is on Sunday, four o'clock at Peer Tech Stadium, um, Parramatta Stadium. Parramatta for the un for the uneducated. Um, we we can flog any sponsor here, mate. If we're sluts, you know that. Well, they um, they slug us anything? Nothing. We'll it's get Parramatta there. We'll get Stadium there. until <laughs> otherwise. You've got to see some top early in the water, mate. Uh, and you said, Clint, that they are the favourites going into the game. You faced them twice. Round two, they knocked us off 18-6, but it was a bit tighter in, in round 18 when they it was only two points in at 28-26. Is this the one? Third time lucky? 
Oh yeah, I hope so. I think you know, obviously in grand finals, you you need a you know you need a bit of luck and you need some momentum, which we've got, um, and you need you need some of that belief there. And I, you know, I think this this young side has that. So um, they've got plenty of tomorrows in them, and uh, I don't. But uh, but they're certainly going to they'll, they'll give it a real hot, red hot crack. And, and, and there's a few going from Newcastle. There's a few going up the freeway to, or down the freeway to see you blokes. Yeah. Do you reckon if you're outnumbered in the crowd, is that going to have an effect for you blokes or what? Like it's nice to see a lot of people there, isn't it? Oh, 100 percent, it will. I think one of the biggest things that we've had in the last couple of weeks is those people that have come down the freeway. Um, and for from a player's perspective, um, you know, I'm incredibly grateful to those supporters mm. because. There isn't the fanfare, obviously. You're not, you don't have the atmosphere of a first-grade game, yep. but those people are prepared to, you know, spend their fuel money and buy their food and all that sort of stuff and make the trip down. And uh, as a player, when you look back into the stands and you see that, it, it yeah. actually does mean a lot to That's us. Good. So yeah. um, I really hope that we will get plenty of support there and hopefully we can we can do the sound proud. Yep. Quentin, as a, sorry, you, you go, you've Kurt. had a, a lot of years playing footy. You've uh, you've, you've worked your way into the the uh, head of the players' association. Where do you see where do you see the future for for yourself headed? Oh, Kurt, one of the you know one of my biggest passions is you know helping people. So um, you know I get to do that you know at a smaller level, obviously with rugby league. Um, you know, obviously I'm involved with uh, you know White Ribbon and and the charities um, such as that and. Um, and I get an opportunity to help the collective group in the, you know, as a players association. So I'm quite confident that whatever I'm doing something along those lines, I'll be happy. Um, I'm not, uh, I didn't come back here for the money. It's, ne you know, most of the things that I do have, have never been, you know, factored around that. It's always, I'm in charge of my own happiness and, and you know, I'd love to be able to do a job that I come home to my, to my partner and my daughter and, and know that, you know, nine out of ten days I'm, I'm going to be smiling. And I, I get to do that with footy. With the RLPA, you know, I'd love to stay involved with that because I, I really believe in, you know, uh, you know, fighting for for players' rights and their well-being and and making sure that you know we we do have good entitlements and uh, and and great benefits and so I think uh, I think that's hopefully where my future lies. But you know, I think I'm I'm, uh, I'm I want to get this one over and done with on the weekend and and hopefully uh, hopefully have something to celebrate. I mean, most, most players in the grand final week, that's all they're worrying about is a, a game of footy at the end of the week. You've had a couple of fairly big issues to deal with this week with um, the, the ongoing uh, issue with the NRL and, and player entitlements and also this issue with the South Sydney players and the prescription drugs. How have you, how have you managed to separate your time to take care of all those issues? And, where, yeah. can, you, and you can, can you give us an update on where things are at with both those issues? Yeah, Brett, it's been, um, it has been challenging uh, with my time. Um, you know, uh, being on the phone... You know, while I'm eating my dinner um, and whatnot, you know, and uh, not going to bed till late, you know, on most nights. Um, so the conversation between me and me and Carly hasn't been great. Um, so, uh, but you know, it's it's I, I you know I really believe it's important. Um, you know, so if it's important, it needs to be done, and you know I'm happy to do it. So um, the the stuff with the NRL is is certainly tracking along nicely. Um, they're certainly um, they certainly have now. Uh, agreed that there have been added uh, added demands on the players, and you know since the since the start of the collective bargaining agreement in 2013, and obviously we've managed to get an extra week of, of leave, and uh, we're going to have a seat at the table at the competition committee, and I'll get to be in front of the broadcasters before the scheduling's done for the five-day turnarounds, and um, so you know Dave Smith and his and the administration there have certainly um, making all the right sounds that this is you're heading in the right direction, and. Everything that blew up was basically around frustration. Yep. Mm. Um, that it had been going on too long, and 
obviously acting on behalf of the players. You know, um, you know, I, I was uh, I'm in charge of voicing their concerns, and um, and and that's what we did. And and uh, they were in incredibly united, um, as we all know. You know, unity is strength, and 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 we had that. Uh, so I, I'm uh, I'm just hell bent on making sure that rugby league is is the best sport in Australia and the sport of choice for for young men to come to with the best entitlements and the best working conditions and that's that's all we want. But how did you go? So we, we we've spoken a few times this year about Alex McKinnon's uh, about the, the what it was a freak accident on the on the footy field, and I was shocked uh, that there wasn't a that there wasn't an insurance clause or an insurance policy that would cover severe disability and lifelong lifelong care. Has that been looked at? Has that been added into into the players? Yeah, well, association in the agreement. in the collective bargaining agreement, you know, insurance was brought in. You know, it has been uh, significantly increased. You know, TPD and uh, and whatnot. So there are things now in place, but um, insurance was one of those things that uh, we could never uh, demand. We could only make um, we could only push the NRL to pursue it. They did pursue it, and they've you know obviously done the right thing to to bring that in. I think what most people don't understand is. Um, Sports people in Australia are excluded from the workers' compensation legislation um, because it's not considered a, a, a work, you know, a job. Um, so that's one of the things that we, you know, fought incredibly hard for, uh, and we've managed to get that. So the it sounds crazy when you say that, doesn't it? Like oh, mate, if, that, if, if an accident like that happens on our streets, oh. the kid's like t taken care of for the rest of his life. If yeah. it happens, if it happens on a a financial a financial a, a game that is making a body money, yeah. And it's in front of all of us, and we're all invested in it. There wasn't a there wasn't an insurance. It, it just uh, seems it, it, just, it just seems crazy. It, it it baffled me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was insurance there, but obviously, you know, it's it's now been extended, you know, to a bigger playing group. Lifelong. Uh, and it's now it's now been sorted in, in that position. So there's a futures fund involved, and, and those right. sorts of things. So the game certainly made the the right steps um, to make sure that we're we're certainly covered for these things. Because it is a it's a Hopefully, it's a once in a in a thirty, forty, fifty year, maybe eighty year occurrence. Yeah. But that the dollars when that has to when that does come around, it's got to be there. Yeah. Well, mate, good luck with all the. the I just, I've got yeah, one last go. tough question for Clint. You, you can choose to. Well, I've got one after you too. Is it to get odds? Is it is it for you to get some inside information to lay a punt? No, do not no, do no, not bet not. do not bet on the Knights this no, no, week, this mate. Is, this is yeah, yeah, self, this is self interest, hundred percent. Clint, you're a South Junior. Any chance we can oh. get you back next year? We are oh, desperate, brother. There oh mate, I, I Bob Cat Ryan had a game this year, man. On, you're ten years younger than him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mate, I, I may play a couple of cameos. We'll see. Beautiful. You can talk Beautiful. to my manager. It's on tape. It's on tape. <laughs> we're we're going to get Bob Cat on the <laughs> show. He just brushed us now. It's on yeah. tape. It's on tape. They've Depends. increased their pay to pint of coke yeah. and a packet of well, chips. Well, you know, hey, bring your own sauce. Yeah, <laughs> South better. South people better get to the poker machines and start putting more money through there to, mate, to pay. Gamble responsibly. It's always about money. Gamble responsibly. It's always about money. Is there a specific injury that you're carrying that is making you call it? Oh no, it's just. Uh, mate, I, I, I'm a big believer in obviously, you know, trusting my intuition, and and you know, I think that it's just now's the right time, and um, you know, my body still feels good. It's not great, um, but uh, you know, but I, I don't think there'd be too many footballers out there that would have a perfect, perfect body after 15 years. And um, hey, what about this bloke? Just yeah. the president now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the contract here. Yeah. As I said, there's no there's no footballer <laughs> after 15 years Correct. with a perfect body. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. You guys agreed no. to terms. <laughs> so you just knew the time. Yeah, the time was right. And, you know, I'm happy with my decision. And uh, I feel like, you know, that it's, it's time to take the next step into the future. And, 
um, you know, do something else for a little bit. Good luck. Well, mate, it is a very special day for you on Sunday. It's the last time you're going to run out in the Knights' colours, and we wish you all the very hopefully best. Not. Hopefully, hopefully not. it's the hopefully second last. They win and they play the national championship. Oh, of against course. The yeah, course. The that, on but we do hope all, it's going to be a special day, whatever happens, and we hope that you and the boys bring it home because it's going to be a really big event for Newcastle because God knows we need some winners around F3 here. F3 derby, mate. It's it is a bit of an F3 derby. So uh, get along in, if you can down to the, uh, down the F3 to, to watch him. If not, make sure you tune in. I'm sure it's getting streamed live somewhere on Fox, Fox Sports. Fox, 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 Fox yep. Live. Um, all the very best, mate. Thanks for coming in and good luck with everything, uh, RLPA and league-wise. Clint Newton, everyone, give a round of applause. Thanks, thanks. mate. Yeah, thanks, guys. And thanks, Newton. Thanks very much for having me. And, yeah, um, get down there and support us. We'd love to, we'd love yeah. to have you. And um, you yeah, thanks man. to all the fans. And it's been an awesome time to come back to the Knights. And I really appreciate it. So thanks very much. Well said. Love having you back. We're going to have a short break here at the uh, All Sports Show panel. We'll be back very soon with the Jets' brand-new coach, Scotty Miller. See you soon at the All Sports Show. And welcome back to the All Sports Show live at the Premier Hotel front bar tonight. Um, it's been a fantastic show and there's a lot of punters here having a look at other stuff other than us. It's a big season coming up. We've talked about them for a long time, um, all the trials and tribulations, but there's a big, big feeling around at the moment that the Jets are going to have a pretty good year. And the guy to my left is the man who's in charge this year and for next year and hopefully for a lot longer if they're very successful. Welcome to the All Sports Show panel and also to Newcastle, Scotty Miller. Beautiful. Thank you, gentlemen. Mate, to be here. I want to know what your very first thought was when you got the gig. What, what was the very first thing you thought? What, what did I thought? Oh, okay, that's a big one. Was uh, it shit or no, no, beauty? Or? You know what, it was, actually, it was actually recognition for all my hard work Good. in the UK. Yep. And uh, all that work actually paying off. And therefore being respected for what I do. Mm. Um, but then I actually turned to what an opportunity this could be. Yeah. And then what will it be? Yeah. That was basically it. So there would have to be a bit of shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me that you guys keep bringing up that. Yeah, well, I'm all right. I'm keeping it positive, but uh, it's all right. We're all times here, mate. We're all well. well I'm, a, I'm a I'm a Jets fan. I've been for, for since I moved to Newcastle. So yeah, we're 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 shitting ourselves a little bit after okay. the after a, a couple of tough seasons. And there is a lot of hope that that this team is the one to to get us off the bottom. Well, let's but let's when do you've it. Got gig, let's ouch. do it this year, huh? Let's has, do it this the year. vibe's been pretty positive so far. Yeah, listen, the the people we've recruited. The club have been great. They've adapted to the conditions well. They understand that it's been, as you say, a difficult time for the club. Uh, and they're really ready to turn it around. And uh, the energy's high. I, I just like the fact that, you know, I've known Bogues since he was like 12, 13. And yeah. um, uh, having him back in town is just a wonderful thing. He's a real Newcastle boy. He, how's he been so far? He's been outstanding. Mm. Uh, Good leader? Just as a guy as well. Mm. I use him a lot in terms of sounding things off in front of the group and individually as well. He's that type of character. He yeah. gives you an honest answer, but then his commitment on the football field as well. You see, you see his, uh, his performances to date. Yeah. You know, the commitment he does show and the way he puts his body on the line. And we had our Jets in Business thing the other night yes. and uh, it was a successful night. And uh, the reference is his father. And obviously he said he's not as hard as his father because no, his father was a good player Michael as well. was very, very hard. One of, our, one of our biggest issues with the Jets is scoring goals. Yes. Um, Milos Trevinovic. That's right. Got that right. Signed well his YouTube. He's you did well. well yeah. You got to get the European Trofanovic. Shut up, you idiots. <laughs> his, his YouTube clips look quite impressive. Is he the man to solve our problems? Well, that's the intention. He certainly brings that sort of forward threat that we're after, and uh, his ability in the air. So you can imagine Kiji and Nod uh, uh, Hoffman mm. and uh, Enver and David Carney providing those crosses and delivery to him oh, yeah. with uh, little key passes from Leonardo and Mitch Cooper and Lavino Haliti, you sort of think to yourself, there's a little sort of strike force uh, gathering. It sounds very strong. Just saying their name sounds strong, you know. Try, try. 
reel them off then. Go yeah, for no, it. No chance. <laughs> no chance. I got, I got Milos, yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. What's the thing that you're most excited about it, it for, the, for the coming season? Um, to rebuild this club. You know, and essentially that's going to be a big thing, but I want to see the commitment and energy from the team and then therefore the crowd uh, turning up to Hunter Stadium. If we can get eight to 10,000 for our first game in, uh, in second round, I'd be very pleased with that. But imagine having 15 to 20,000. I know that's a bit of expectation in first year, but if we do do well and we over, overachieve essentially and then look to the future, I think uh, anything's possible. Scott, there's that whole um, issue and it's with the Knights and the Jets. Just because you're from Newcastle or Hunter Valley, there's no birthright that you're entitled to play for the Jets or the Knights, but how important is it to have a player like Nigel Bugard back at the club yeah. in that whole attempt to, to reconnect with the community and, and those sort of players who've got that connection with Newcastle? You know, it's, it's quite funny. Uh, having lived in London for so long, no one's from London, so you never yeah. sort of yep. sense that sort yeah. of feeling of, I belong, I belong here, I'm from mm. here. The, I, I, haven't, I haven't sensed how strong that is until I came here, and I'm really getting a sense now how important it is to Newcastle people, and Nigel's certainly not the only one. You've got mm. Jason Hoffman, and I look at his commitment he showed the other day in the game against the Mariners, and to score against the Mariners, I called him Mr Newcastle today for doing so, so there are about <laughs> three or four in the team that are actually, uh, it's really passionate for them, and that does help. It really does help, especially for the crowd to engage and understand the mentality and, and for them to actually rectify and understand and make it clear to the players, you know? I think that's I think that's essential. I think there's nothing Newcastle loves more than people that love Newcastle. Yeah. So I've, uh, the thing that really changed for me is that that as soon as as soon as I started putting myself out there on a national stage to say how much I love this town, this town just engulfed me. Yeah. So we, br- we brushed you into your started winning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Actually, winning, winning. It was winning pretty helps. strategic, wasn't it? You're still, wasn't to, it? You're still to convince. Well. You're still to convince me, Kurt. Winning helps. I mean, <laughs> if, if, no matter where they're from, if they come, if they come to the town and uh, they embrace the whole community yeah. spirit and the club starts winning, the, the town will embrace them back. But you nah. do need to have some of those core players in the group that nucleus uh, uh, that have got some connection to the hunter no, you said you can bounce things off and you know, get a feel for that it's not even something they say or they do it's more of their body language in mm. terms of how they're committed they are to it you know and as i said i referenced the central coast game just their their aggression in terms of getting back into the game and winning that game from certain people nigel was a standout and jason hoffman was a standout he was actually he actually got hit in the head from a free kick in the first 10 15 minutes and he therefore has been concussed but he played the rest of the game and told the physio afterwards he was concussed so there's the connection you've got there you know and the passion they demonstrate well, another, sorry, another bite that's come back, a bit of a homecoming of sorts, is, is JP Damarini, your, your yep. assistant. Is he still an angry man? He's an angry man. No, it's controlled anger Bullshit. now. Bullshit. <laughs> I've known him for a long time. He's an angry I'm man. I'm telling you, he's a measured approach. I used to love watching when he was so, sitting next to Muskie on the victory bench, yeah. and you just look at the two of them and you think, who's the angriest? Well, it's like what, a competition. Oh, we, had, um, we had uh, Ben up from the FFA, who's oh, the yes. head of referees yesterday, right? And you wouldn't believe it. I was sitting there waiting for it, because I know they're going to reference Muskie at some point, and therefore, who's in the background? The bulldog just comes up, boom, behind yeah. him. And I'll tell you what, it was a bit cheeky from Ben, but it was obviously humorous as well in the end. But yeah, yeah. Uh, no, JP's, uh, I'd go as far to say he's the best assistant in the league. And uh, he knows the, his stuff. The confidence he gives me every day, not yep. only from the football perspective, but the values that he has as well. Yep. He's a superb human being, and I'm really enjoying working with him. And he's been around him. the block here a few times himself in Newcastle, so he, it's not like he's coming in fresh either. He's actually been here. so He's been in there and seen it. Yep, so he knows what works and what doesn't does. and how we need to change things. Absolutely. Uh, Scotty, what, what can we expect formation-wise and playing style-wise? Yep. Are you going to be a good mimic of Ange Postacoglu's soccer, so to speak, because yep. you're one of his men. Yep. It's, it's, that's, no, that's no secret. What kind of formation can we expect from you? I guess it always comes down to personnel. You know, you, you hear these managers that goes, in, goes into club and then the philosophy doesn't work. 
you know, your philosophy is driven by your personnel that you have in the club. Mm. That's how you change it. So, and then over time through your recruitment, you can change your system. For me, it's got to, it's got to start from the back. Yep. You know, for, I, when I first uh, got interviewed for the position, it was all about clean sheets for me because 55 yep. goals conceded. I've spoken about it before. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's far too many. If you want to make the top six, 55 goals conceded is far too many. So, you know, our recruitment process started from back to front. And, uh, and that's the way we'll play. We'll be hard to beat, we'll be committed, we'll have a high work ethic and uh, with clear patterns and structure and attack, we'll look to be successful in scoring more of goals as well. Because is a very attacking coach, isn't he? He's, yeah. He loves possession. Completely. And no long balls with him. Just, it's kind of bringing it out from the back. Is that kind of what we expect? Because I think, I think that might bring people in. Yeah, listen, attract, attractive football will do that, you know, and also winning football will. You know, yes. so there's a fine balance. And I say to the players, it's not a definitive way of how we're going to play out. It's about making the right decisions in possession. That's mm. a difference. So it's, it's, a, it's a mature player, an intelligent player. We've tried to recruit here. Yeah. What, what's your realistic goal for this year? Like, obviously, everyone wants to get to the finals. And, yeah. But you are working at rebuilding a club, not just a team, but a whole club. So what is a realistic goal for you? What would you feel was, was success? I almost would, would uh, answer that in taking it off the field. Yeah. You know? Because if we can engage in the community, like we speak about, but I'm talking not from visiting schools, but actually them wanting to come and support the club. Yep. I think that would be successful. There's an absolute want in the community to want to support. Yeah. They just want a reason to support. Exactly, that's what can, I mean. And when the football you can provide that, that, it's done. I think that was a perfect answer, Scott. I mean, the, the, the commu- I was at the, um, in the third season when they, won it, when they played FC over here mm. and, and, and the semi-final and beat them 2-0. Was it correct? It was a fantastic night. I'm, I'm an old yep. rugby league, old yeah. school nice folks. That was one of the best nights of my life. It was a great atmosphere over here on the stadium. Yeah, mm. for sure. And if that, that engagement in the community happens again, there's yeah. something special going to happen. People want to come to the games That's right. and engage in the team and support us. What will happen? The team's confidence builds, okay, and yeah. it's a whole roundabout for us. Yeah, know? it is. Scott, trial games and pre-season results can be interpreted any number of ways. How have you rated the pre-season? Are you, are you pleased with, the, with what you've got out of it? Overall, please. It's been different to me. The length, is, is, the length for me is a challenge. You know, 14 to 16 weeks is a long time, not only, as you know, you know, to prepare and actually stay focused for that length of time for one and start. What you get, yeah, you're trying to get something this month or next month that's... Yeah, uh, you know, and, and to manage their expectations. Yeah. So you've obviously got the physical loading, you have to monitor and the technical loading, but the mentality is hard. That's a real challenge to actually monitor. You know, 14 to 16 weeks is a long time to actually say there's our focus, that first mm. game and that season, to be so far away from it, you know, and then suddenly it creeps up on you, you go, bang, are we ready? So they're the questions. So you've really got to monitor it throughout the year. I think the games we've had have been good. Um, ideally, the challenge we've had is that been having the ability to invite people to Newcastle to play them, hence the reason the trips we've had. But we've been, you know, the club's been supported well wherever we go and the team have performed well. And what's the plan between now and, and game one against the Phoenix in Wellington now? We've How got many two games? weeks, yep. two weeks really. So uh, we're meant to play a game tomorrow down at Magic Park, but that's obviously been cancelled due to the conditions. So that's a bit disappointing, but... Um, that was also going to be a challenge in the sense of, you know, I got asked, do I want to play an A-League team two weeks out? And I thought to myself, well, the only options were Sydney-based clubs yep. who we play in the first six weeks. So not only are you risking injuries and intensity, mm. but you're risking sort of giving your tactics yeah, away as well. Because yep. I don't have that depth of squad, essentially, that I could actually play two teams yeah, at half. Yep. And so I thought to myself, let's keep it in-house. But getting back to the community side mm. of things was, mm. let's get two teams playing so the members can see them. Yep. And I think Ben told me before we had about 1,200 people registered to attend and I think that's a big step. To have yeah, 1,200 people want to come to what to watch the Jets play, Jets v Jets. It's a good start for us. How's the how's the fitness and the conditioning or uh, the the form of the, the individuals? Very good, very good. We've put a massive emphasis on individual loading, individual prescription to do in regards to uh, injury prevention. So we've really stripped it back and rather than blanket the whole squad and actually say, listen, A, B, C, D. 
that's what we do here. It's very individual. We've got Justin Doherty, the head physio there, who's superb. Um, he's a very driven man, and uh, for him to be doing and the capacity that he has at such a young age, it's, it's very pleasing for me because uh, he's a local boy as well. So we talk about players. Mm. You know, we've got local staff in there as well that are very committed to the club, and I think that drives the players on. How do you compare the pre-season work to what the guys are doing here to uh, what you were used to in the UK? That's that's the hardest thing for me and the biggest challenge I've found. We, we would be playing a game within three or four days, plus a flight to Asia or America. Ah. So we'd come back on the Thursday, and we'd be flying on the Sunday to America, and three days after that we'd be playing. You know, you wouldn't be playing 90 minutes, but the guys would be participating at least 45 minutes with the jet lag as well. So with a five to six week pre-season, um, you're into it straight away. But on the flip side of that, they don't have as long off. So they're not as yep. deconditioned, yep. you know. So that's the flip side of it. But 16 weeks, it's it's a challenge. But Mate, seven years in Fulham. Is there, a f is there one fond memory that you just always think about? Is there something that you really just enjoyed at that for that period? Um, a lot of good memories, but the Europa League final um, and it, uh, you know the the song um, Black Eyed Peas. Yes. Tonight's going to be a good night. Yes. Right. I, I tell this story maybe three or four times, and uh, I, when I still hear the song, I just think, wow, because you had the Atletico Madrid there. fans at one end, and you know the the, the European fans are completely Crazy. different. They're mad. So you had them at one end and us at the other, and that song came on. Yep. And myself and uh, Ray Lewington, the assistant manager, were taking the possession at the time, and the song came on. And it was obviously a beautiful stadium, you know, 60,000 people or something like that. Yeah. And the song came on and uh, everyone just stopped. And these are senior pros and everyone just stopped the, stopped the possession and went, hang on, take this in. You've got to take this in. This is a special moment. And for me, the game obviously didn't turn out how we want, but that moment's still with me. So I must say it's special. It's good. It's That's good. Great. Well, mate, we, let's hope we replicate some of those special moments I'm here in I'm impressed with your preparation. Well, mate, straight off Wikipedia. It's show. very deep. Wiki. And, of course, it's your birthday in a couple of days, mate. So happy birthday. So where is it? Where's the gift? Well, mate, it's my birthday yeah. today, so you've got to get past mine first, mate. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you, mate. You too, brother. Your gift is being on here, Scott. Huh? Your gift is being on here. Oh, beautiful. This is your gift. grateful to be here. Thank you. Worst gift ever. How are you finding Newcastle? As a town and a The last three or four days have been horrendous, haven't they? Awful. What's the script with that? So no, I've got family no, here for the first time. So actually, my roll, parents mate. have been up. That's how we roll here. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. So I'm glad I'm on the top floor, so I'm not flooded. <laughs> but uh, I'm happy with it. Uh, I actually just uh, found Bowman Street on the way here. Oh, is it place, Bowman, place Street? Bowman Street? Yeah. So I didn't know about it. So oh, that's where he hangs out. He hangs out. Yeah, is that where you hang out? That's my joint. I, nah, I, I, so I own Hamilton. There you go. There you go. And the Furley track. Yeah, and the 10% discount. No, but Newcastle's great. Well, mate, we love having you here, and uh, he, he whispered in my ear, um, very impressive, and you are very impressive, mate. We've all met lots of different sports people and coaches, and, mate, well done. You've carried yourself very well here tonight. We're very impressed. And you should be too if you're a Jets fan because big season coming up. Fingers crossed. Go eh? and get your Fingers memberships. Crossed. No doubt I'll give a membership plug as a former memberships Jets manager. Have we given you memberships yet? Uh, who? Well, if you have a look you at his can. book, you Kurt's book, you he's actually it. got the Jets sticker on the cover of his book. You Good know, man. And the funny thing is, it says, Stand, Stand with Kurt. <laughs> Stand with Kurt. Hey, that's outright. That's on, on ironic, the huh? That's Kurt. Kurt. He can that's get away good. with that. To, yeah, to quote you, not your forte. Yeah, no, no, not no, my no, strength. No. Not your so bad. go and get your membership. Go to the Jets. What is it? NewcastleJets.com.au? That's the one. There you go. Go and see them. Go and get along to the Jets. It's going to be a big year for them. And we wish you all the very best. Thanks, gentlemen. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Thank you. Beautiful. Thanks. Happy man. birthday. Cheers. We're going to have a short break and be back with uh, with a couple of guys who are, I think they're either stick or still partying for the, the Hamilton Hawks a win last or week. Pissed, we don't know. Fantastic. So <laughs> we'll be back very soon at the All Sports Show. See you soon. Uh, and welcome back to the All Sports Show, live at the Premier Hotel in the front bar. It's a big panel now. Big panel. To my left, uh, two gentlemen who uh, have been had a big, big week celebrating the Hamilton Hawks winning the NHRU Grand Final last week. Over... Fordos Wanderers, <laughs> Scott Coleman and Steve Lamont. Welcome to the All Sports Show, boys. Hey. Thanks, guys.
Now, the good, the good thing for us is, is that he's, he's dirty because Wanderers didn't get I'm the points. Mate, I'm happy. I'm a good mate of Bubba's. I, but, but I know you're happy. Well, you're happy for it. For the for but the other thing is, is there's been a bit of an all-sports show curse throughout the year, mate, and you're well and truly busted that going out and winning it. So well done, boys. It was a big day, wasn't it, for you guys? Yeah, it was massive for the club. It was, um, yeah, and for all the players as well, our supporters. So, yeah, it was awesome. What about you, Steve? You enjoy, in, did you enjoy that one? Because they yeah, weren't mate, going for was, a clean um, sweep. It was one of the to tougher, uh, tougher grand finals that we've played. And uh, mate, to come out of 80 minutes there of footy and just come out on top, mate, it was such a relief and such a good feeling. So, Where, where cool. was it? Where, when did... When did you start thinking that we might have had this, apart from when the final whistle blew? Were you confident sort of going into the second? Oh. I think it was 7-0 at half-time. Pretty well the full-time whistle when we beat Waratah the week before, I was yep. pretty confident we'd win. <laughs> 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 it was never nah. in doubt. What nah. was your take of the day, mate? You were out there. <laughs> hey? I was asleep, mate. Yeah, asleep. <laughs> I woke up as soon as I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won the first three games and then dozed off. Yeah, he was celebrating. Hamilton, Schmamble, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was celebrating with second grade and third grade. Exactly. <laughs> mate, what, is the, uh, what does a win, what does a grand final win mean to the club, besides the massive hangover for the, uh, for the, <laughs> the actual players? players? Mate, it's awesome, and like to be honest, I've, you work so hard since January for this, for that moment, and uh, for the club to get it, it's yeah, massive achievement. And there's so many people behind the scenes that work really hard for it as well. For the players and myself, like we're kind of at the front line and get to uh, appreciate it. But there's so many workers behind the scene that give away their f volunteer time. Though well, we've got Kevy Andres, Kevy Allardyce, two, two guys who voted in as life members this year. They turn up every training session and help pack up, set up gear and stuff like that. And for them, it's massive. Yeah, that's, they're the blokes that you really, in some, you want to win it for yourselves, but you often look at those blokes in sport and go, that's why we are, we're out here winning it, because those blokes just mean so much. Exactly. And for me as a coach, I was very proud. The uh, last training session, we had a bit of a circle of trust and went around the circle, spoke about what it means to each person. And to be honest, like for young men, there were so many of them actually said, it's not just about us, it's about the club. And they rattled off these kind of guys' names mm. and... Like it was awesome. Baba, a, a bloke I played a lot of footy with as a, as a kid and a lot of senior at footy with, Mick Curry. The, yep. the, the day for you blokes was dedicated to the whale. He died last year. Champion, absolute champion bloke. His brother Danny won the Innocent Medal. Talk me, talk me through that. Uh, mate, yeah, there's probably only, there's probably only a handful of guys in the, in the team at the moment that actually knew him and got to meet him and actually played with him. But, um, like, his, yeah, his legend will be forever lived on with the club and... A lot of old boys speak about him. And during the year, we had a couple of other old boys come and present ju jumpers at certain times. And they said a little bit of spiel about him. And to be honest, the big catchphrase for the season was be the player everyone wants to play with. And that was probably his motto. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Was there a moment in the day that you, you know, you look back and go, that was really crucial? Was it a, was there a certain winner at a ruck or he kept calling you grubby penalties? But was there something that happened that went, that's turned we'll us We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, how long we got? Yeah. <laughs> No, well, don't it, talk it, us through the whole game, mate. No, <laughs> yeah. it was it was it was definitely towards. Um, I, I think it was when we um, in the second half. I think there was um, a couple of penalties, and we scored off the back of it. We got our nose in front, um, and you know we've had a lot of possession leading up to that, and, and a lot of disallowed. We had a few disallowed tries, and I think it was just the point there towards this late in the second half where we went, we've broken their back. And now it's just about moving forward and, and making sure that we don't let out, let our guard down, you know. Um, and we just kept on going. I think it was about then that. Apart I from yourself, who, who who did you look at that day and go, they they just really had a great game in your, on your team? Who was it? Ah, uh, ah, uh, mate, uh, Rob Smith had a great game. Yeah. You know, um, Joey Axstock as well, getting around the park all day. 
Yeah, uh, you got Eric as well and Sorelli. Sorelli, you know, as a young fella coming through, you know, right, it's a, it's, what he does on the field is something, you know, all I do is go from ruck to ruck. It's pretty stupid, simple footy. But yeah, yeah. when you watch, sit back and you watch those boys, you know, you really sort of appreciate what have, they have do. Have you watched it again? Have you watched the replay? Yeah, I watched it a few times. How many times? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it, you watched it a The better question is how many times you watched it sober? Yeah, yeah. not uh, once. Tracking all year, you guys and Wanderers seem to be, uh, you know, we thought at the start of the year that they were the two picks, Wanderers and, and, and Hamilton, and uh, I think you got them twice during the season, they got you in the major semi and then grand final day. I mean, it, it takes a worthy opponent and that makes it even better when you've beaten a, a quality side. Yeah, well, like you know, like I said, the defensive efforts from both teams, you know, both all, all three games of the year were always, you know, 80-minute games and really tough and... I, my body on Saturday night was just wrecked, and you know, you know I had played a good game of footy. So that was your head on Sunday, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, was Sunday, Steve, Sunday. Steve, I, was the, I was at the game, Steve, and 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 talk to me through this as a player on the field. You you threw every you on the you camped the Wanderers line for it seemed like thirty nine of the forty minutes, and they held you out and held you out, amazingly held you out. And at half time, I thought questionable. There's no way. I think there was two that got through. That the, the referee. You're said right. Enough. I think the the, the try with the kick <laughs> was a try. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you're right, Bubba. But the yeah. score was 7 0 to Wanderers at half time. And I yeah. thought they've weathered the storm. Wanderers are specials here. They were one to win that game. Yeah. I don't know how you just picked yourself up at half time after you used all that effort to score a try to win that game. It was, it was amazing. How did you feel at half time, like down 7 0 after all that effort to score? Well, and, and that, it, was a, it was tough, you know, having the ball so much and, you know, just getting dis like a, a ball held up right there on the whistle as well to go into half time. It was like. We, we should have got there at least, at least come away with some points, we felt. Um, but you knew you had 40 minutes worth of footy. It's, it's grand final footy, and they're only seven in front. Yeah. So, you know, that's one try. It brings it within, you know, a, a close game again. So, as the coach, what did you do, bro? Half time, what was your thinking well, going into it? What, what, what did you say? It was actually a, a different one for the grand final. We were allowed to go into the sheds. Normally, we have half time on the field, but because of all the entertainment and stuff, they let us leave the field. Mm. So we had a pack before the game that as soon as that whistle goes, no matter where we are, how rooted you are, everyone's got to jog as hard as you can to the sheds. Mm. It's just all about body language and stuff mm. like that. Mm. And as uh, Ford I said, we had all that ball and couldn't score any points. And about five minutes before halftime, I actually come, exact thing come to my head. I was like, I'm a bit worried here. Like, these mm. guys have weathered this storm. They're going to have so much self-belief. They're 7-0 up. Mm. But as I was going to the tunnel, that the whistle went and the uh, boys literally, they, they were off way in front of Wanderers and I just yeah. knew they were really pumped. We got the sheds and there was just a really, it was a great feeling. The boys were buzzing and the hardest thing was just keeping them sit down. Let's take a minute. Yeah, right. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's get your breath. Down. And then we'll uh, talk about a bit of tactics and that's the right boys. We've got two minutes till we're on. They're just up. They'll Shaking hands, pumping, man hugging, and yeah, it was good. <laughs> Big rooting all over them. They're into it. Yeah. So I'm assuming you've started training for the uh, for the next year. <laughs> nah, nah, it's definitely off Just drinking, <laughs> just drinking for next year. There they are. You need to get pissed with. If it's drinking competition, yes, they have. There yeah. they are. Thank you, to the boys, bringing them in. We, as Creeble always says, we love a good prop around here, and there they are. They are what you want. Being up, uh, impartial boys. Um, there was a, a bit of lead up with a couple of sightings, Bubba, and yep. I'm not going to go into it. It is what it is. Yep. You're still um, filthy, Fordo. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no, brother. I'm not, Move mate, on. Get away with it get all. Get over it, people. <laughs> 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 Daniel Martini got a yellow card in the first half. A couple of your guys got yellow cards. Yep. They, they seemed like it was a hangover from that sighting process. There weren't yellow cards. No. Do you, do you think? There's mate, a you, massive hangover. Looking back, do you, looking back, yep. do you think... Yellow cards weren't deserved of that, and it kind of, no. for me, it spoiled the spectacle a bit. 
Yeah. Steve? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, you know, it, it's always a tough thing. You know, we're, we were aware that that may have been the case. Um, Jared's a different ref to, to Des, um, you know, the two games comparatively. But, you know, that's the way he refs it, and we were all aware that was going to be the case. Um, once he set that example, he had the follow. Um, so I think that, you know, <clears throat> the first one was the, the hit on uh, Martin. I think that that was probably one of the biggest ones of the day. If that wasn't the first one, there was a few shoulders yeah, leading up to yeah, that. Yeah. It may have been a different scenario. There wasn't much in it, Steve. No. There wasn't much in it. No, he's as, 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 as Bubba made you aware that I've got a man crush on you, I'm sorry to put you in this. <laughs> Shit, do you want us to leave? It's all right now. Come and sit here. Remember I told you, Bubba? I haven't had enough yeah, beer yeah, for this yeah, sort yeah, of well, interview. Well, well, get on it. Yeah, is that rum? Is we we drank that around here. I was a 400-year-old man playing for Wanderers. They called me in the first grade, played Hamlet one day. Here's this bloke running through, catching it, kicking it, past the score, and trying to be going, the fucking hell's this bloke? He's in the wrong competition. It was like Stephen Manchild. Definitely. He also got a player of the day. It was crazy. So it's just like, congratulations, my player of the day, yeah? He can play, he's my yeah, Bubba. Yeah, he can <laughs> play. Yeah, you told play. us off here a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> Let's like get the rest of it off. On the other hand, <laughs> he couldn't. How inspirational <laughs> is having a, a 61-year-old out in the field in Marty Lasua? Like, how, how, how like, is, he, is he going around again? <laughs> no, nah, he's, he's definitely hung him up, he reckons. He's hung him up. He's got no ligaments left in his knees. So. It doesn't stop him. He just, nah, uh, yeah. What, they were there before and the grand final? No, nah, definitely not. No, nah, <laughs> they've been gone for years. And full credit to him, he was one of our best during the preseason. A lot of people got this persona about Marty that doesn't train, doesn't, like, yeah, has that... Uh, character but he was probably one of our best pre-season trainers right from January right through and he rang me and said he wanted to come to the club I said mate no problem but you have to put in otherwise you won't get a spot and I told him that he wouldn't be playing half back or back row but yeah, yeah he put in and trained hard and got his way into the team. I, it, we, we talked before about the celebration they'll, they'll go on for some time but in all seriousness when does it all start again when do you actually start planning for next season and, and defending the title? Uh, a little bit of planning's already gone in before the grand final, to be honest, in what we're doing and when we start. There's an academy and stuff like that that they start. But that the academy starts in November. That's more the younger guys. And then there's an off-season touch comp, which is mixed, but that's more fun and social. We try to keep everyone together and like have a bit Maybe of a family club. Maybe half next few weeks keep you all together. No, nah, yeah. definitely how not. You, how have you found recruiting to get the young kids into the club when you, you, you do you're such a close proximity to... Fordo's favourite team over exactly. there, the old the Fordo's Wanderers. They've got money, Wanderers amateurs, mate. <laughs> 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 hey, laugh you, mate. Laugh you, mate. Yeah, I'll just wipe that off. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you find it? Get uh, it it's get very difficult. Yeah, it's definitely hard. We, um, it's, yeah, anyone that comes to the area is in a great situation. He's got about five clubs telling him, and sometimes that's hard. He comes to the club and thinks he's that a lot better than he is. But um, we'd really concentrate on our juniors the last three or four years, and we're putting a lot of time into that and just hoping you can build culture that way within and they just don't want to leave once they're at the club. But, yeah, for any new player that comes to town, he's, yeah, got the pick of it. He gets hassled nonstop and phone calls from nearly every coach in town. So it's a Steve, very you've been in the market. comp, what, eight, nine years now? Would that be, would that be right? Uh, be, be close? Well... I came, I played in 2008, left for a few years, and yeah. I've been so, since yeah. 2004. How's, how's the, the evolution of the competition? You think it's a bit stronger now? You think it's uh, more even, but not as good? How do you feel? Uh, it's sort of been a bit topsy, sort of up and down. You know, um, back 2011, 2012 was a two-team comp between uh, Meriwether. Obviously, went through undefeated in 2011, um, and, and ourselves and Meriwether had two grand finals back to back. Um, just swapped the title there, and then 2013 was really. 
um, a year where there was a few other clubs that really came through. Um, being, you know, um, I think Southern Beach has made it the yeah, final, right. yeah. finals for the last first year, time. Last year, was it? Last year. Last year they made last the grand year. final. Last Southern year they made the grand wonders. final. Yeah. And Lake Macquarie also stepped up in yeah, 2013 right. as well. And, you know, so, but outside of that, it seems like they're one, there's a good group of players going through. It's, um, you know, there's a couple of dom dominant teams, um, which, you know, <clears throat> the theory behind that, you know, everyone's got their, their opinions. But injuries plays a big, uh, a crucial role to that. You know, there's other clubs out there like the, um, you know, Waratah and, you know, even Merriweather to an extent this year, just through injuries, they just, they've lost yeah. a little bit of depth and, yeah. You, you fall off pretty easily if you're missing a couple of crucial players. There's no there's no hiding the fact that Wanderers have done a, a massive job off-field and it's an awesome job and credit yeah. to them. Like, yeah. the professional they've got off the field, they've got a gym, the performance factory, uh, they've got all these academies coming through, really strong juniors and stuff. So they've definitely set the benchmark and, and in when, club. And, and as Steve uh, alluded to, when the Carlton won the competition and went for undefeated, Hamilton and Wanderers had to lift their game and exactly. race that. So yep. it's the same thing. Wanderers last year they went through only lost the one game, and and you guys have lifted again. So it's good sign. It's good yeah, signs. Definitely. Good signs. Yeah. General, I want to ask you um, before we go because time is flying away. The Rugby World Cup. Are Australia any chance? They started off. They started off. You would say it was a good. It was a win, but yeah. it wasn't a great win. Was if it? Australia can win their pool game, which is the pool of death, everyone's calling it. Yep. If they win that pool, they go into the easier side of the draw, they yep. won't have to come up against, oh, they might have to come up against South Africa now. now they yeah, they might have to. Easy beats. Yeah, easy beats. But then <laughs> there's all the other tough teams are on the other pool and won't come up until the final. So if they who, can get who's, through that Who's pool, the main opposition? The, typical for, New Zealand? Oh, New Zealand, Always. yeah. yeah. New Zealand what are the Irish? Pass. The Irish, yeah, they're definitely going to be up there. Wales would have been, but Wales got a couple of crucial injuries just coming mm. into that World Cup. I actually like the way Wales were playing, but England they've come always, back. England always hard to boot on a slippery ground, aren't they? They've got the big scrum. Yep. They get you on the back foot. England be hard to boot over there. Mm. Yeah. Argentina's definitely. the dark horse. Australia, mm. Australia, Australia there's yeah. been two World Cups yeah. in the British Isles. Australia won both. Yep. Yeah, I've I'm definitely oh, impressed that Ivan well. knows the Rugby World Cup's on. Well, I'm trying to redeem myself. I'm trying to redeem myself. I just went jabbing about the rip. Get in the way. I can't come home to find eggs on my roof, and I'm pretty sure they've got NHRU stickers on them. But anyway, but gentlemen, well done. Congratulations on a massive year. Congratulations on last Sunday. It was a great result. Sad day, I don't even know what day it is today. It was, was congratulations Sunday. Drunk Sunday. Sunday. Oh, no. yeah, well, I know. Yeah, I celebrating Sunday. Actually, the NJC <laughs> was. I was the weekend out. Um, but well done. Congratulations. Thanks for coming in. And uh, we wish you all the very best for the off-season. And uh, go and get some sleep, mate. Look at exactly. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give a round of applause. Thanks, guys. And we'll, uh, we'll, fresh look. We'll be, back, <laughs> we'll be back with the all-conquering Newcastle North Stars very soon here at the Live at the All Sports Show, live from the Premier Hotel. See you soon. Yeah. And welcome back to the All Sports Show, live from the front uh, bar of the uh, Premier yeah. Hotel. Um, it was a massive year for the Newcastle North Stars, and, and this city needed something, and they provided in spades. With us, we've got Coach Andrew Petrie and John Kennedy Jr. To my left is John. Yeah. Welcome to Newcastle North Stars. And congratulations, yeah. boys. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Thanks, Good old trophy. The, the 1909 third oldest trophy. Uh, ice hockey trophy still played for in the world. Biggest prop Correct. we've ever had on the show. We love a good prop, Keeves. Biggest prop. Look <laughs> at it. Welcome and Bigger congratulations. What a great day it was. We watched it. We were, we were watching it in our homes. I absolutely loved it. Each other. loved it. We'll go on berserk. Um, talk us through it, mate. How, did, how are you going with two minutes to go? Then we scored. Well, then you scored and we scored. We're all scored. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't score. Well, I, didn't, I didn't. I haven't scored for a while. But I've anyway, got to do it. Um, so, so, how are you? How are you feeling then? With, obviously, you were thinking we're home or not. 
Yeah, to be honest with you, I did. We uh, we went a long time at 1-1 there. We went uh, yep. a little more than half the game at 1-1. And, uh, you know, no real chances going either way. And then we scored that goal with only a minute and 40-something yeah. left. I thought, well, every, everything else being equal, we're probably okay here. And, so uh, so yeah. talk us through when they scored then, because then it went to two all yeah. about 40 seconds later. Yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty disappointing, to be <laughs> honest. It's... Um, because you know that you're going to go to sudden death now and absolutely anything can happen. You need a bounce. You, you know, uh, it's, it's no longer the best team. It's the luckiest team at that point. And yep. thankfully we came out on that side of the ledger. The, the commentary was massively biased towards Melbourne, like oh. massively. It was, and it was embarrassing. The, they must have been on the embarrassing. They were on the source. Yeah, there they. That, that's yeah. okay. So it worked. Yeah, you conduct a professional sports presentation. They kept saying, you look tired. You look like you're gone. And and yeah. and, and the, the, the result, that penalty goal was just amazing. It's just great to watch. And, and as we know, the social media went berserk through oh, Newcastle. We it must it. have been must yeah. have been good to have that support of the local community after such a long time. Did you enjoy? Where, 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 what were you thinking, John? When it was two all, were you thinking it was still a chance? Uh, going into the locker room yeah. when, when it first happened. No, it was just like, did we really just let that go? Yeah. Like, because yeah. in your mind, you're thinking like, I'm about to throw my gloves off. Yeah. Do I want to go to the left, <laughs> to the right? Where do, where's my sit going? But like. Once that happened, it definitely deflated us, but it's just like, what can you do? Yeah. You can't wallow in it. So mm -hmm. we went back to the locker room, and that was a big thing. Just, all right, it's done, it's over with. Let's get back up again, and let's go for it. So, If you haven't seen it, the penalty goal at the end was just fantastic because to the uninitiated, it was just a really intense moment where all of a sudden, one-on-one, -on -one, Player, keeper, this is it. And they're at the end. Oh, there's great YouTube you know clips what are the, where people oh, filming it. You're seen in, in oh. the ice hockey movies, you know. You don't yeah. really yeah. happen yeah. in Australian hockey league. Yeah. Ducks, it was almost ducks, it, it, ducks, ducks, ducks. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we're going to do, we're, we're do the flying V at one yeah, point yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's like that, isn't it? I mean, it, two thousand people in the building, including all the playing and management staff, coaching staff, holding their collective breath, wondering yeah, yeah. what's going to happen. So the, either, either he's going to score and, and we win, or he's going to miss, or the goal is going to save it, and we have to keep going. So mm. yeah, it's a it's a big moment. And the pressure's all on the scorer there too. On the on the not yeah. the, the goalies got nothing to lose. Yeah. I, I take my hat off to Brian Bales to be able to yeah. go in that oh. situation and then like seal the deal. If that was me, I probably would have freaked out. I would have just like my hands would start shaking. <laughs> if I would have got the puck on net, I would have been happy. <laughs> like in, in soccer, we, they talk about you know who's going to take the penalty. What happens in that situation? Does Brian just step up and say I'm doing it, boys, or is there a no, predetermined well, thing? No, I have the exact opposite. Brian uh, flat refused all year to take penalty shots. Is that right? Flat refused. So the only arguments I ever had with anyone on the team was you know trying to get Brian to take a penalty shot, and he just flat refused. But the, the interesting change in uh, during the flow of the game is it. If the infraction occurs against you and you're not injured, then you must take the penalty right. shot. Okay. So he wasn't aware of that. He came to the bench, um, you know, saying, you know, do I have to, do I have to? And I'm like, you just get out there and do yeah. this. And I was going to ask that question because I, I, I thought the same thing in soccer. That any guy could take it. Brian took it and took it so well. I don't yeah. know why he's, yeah. what he was nervous about. Yeah, he's just, uh, I, it's a lot of pressure, you know. It's, mm. uh, you've got the expectations of your entire team, your entire city. Um, yeah, it's a long season. Uh, it all comes down to one uh, one shot on net, so it's a lot of pressure. But he did a phenomenal job and uh, buried the puck, and uh, the, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. How, have you, sorry, how yeah. have you found the results, or well, the the reception from the town? Has that changed over the last couple of? How long how long have you been associated with the team? Uh, me personally, yeah. th this was my first season. I, I coached one of the Sydney teams the year before. How have you seen the the reaction from Newcastle compared to anything else that you've been associated with? Look, it's been extraordinary. I've played ice hockey in Australia for over 35 years and um, played in three states. Um, and and the, uh, the way that Newcastle people embrace sport generally, uh, you know, you hear a lot of uh, vernacular in Australia about Melbourne being the, mm. the sporting yep. mecca. Of, uh, I disagree. I think uh, new people in Newcastle 
uh, come in, you know, first by a long way. You, you weren't associated with those dirty ice dogs, were you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, you, you knew the answer. <laughs> you knew the answer <laughs> You're breaking up, mate. You're breaking <laughs> up. <laughs> John, uh, uh, can Kurt, you can Kurt, you recall Kurt. a moment in, in the in the locker room afterwards or on the ice that that <laughs> the, the, the whole uh, obviously there's euphoria, everyone's hugging. Was there one particular moment where you were able to reflect on what an achievement that was? To reflect on the like the championship. Yeah, on, on, yep. on, uh, in that moment. Yeah. In that moment, like when it's happening, like there's no words I can explain it. Like it's just all these emotions just rush to you. You realize just like wow, we did it. Uh, the whole long season, 28 games plus a grand final weekend it's just it all accumulated to that one moment i know you're giving me the look because i didn't play all 28 <laughs> games but uh <laughs> but uh i played uh what two seasons before that so hey, but, no uh, time. yeah but pretty much all those emotions just come together i think you kind of realize it like after the fact like a day or two after and then when you come back home you get off the plane and you have fans there celebrating and you're, you're carrying this thing around you realize the magnitude of it. Because there's a moment, like, uh, and a lot of NRL teams do it now, and, 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 you know, as part of the media, you watch the, like, NRL grand final, we're only a couple of, we're a week away from that, but the team that wins now, there's this almost like a tradition, they win, and the media, we're still there banging out stories late in the night. One by one, the players go out, and the coaching staff go out, and they'll, they'll actually just stand in the middle of the field and just have a, a, a private, uh, they, they think it's a private moment, but the journalists and the, the yeah. photographers are all still there taking photos. Did you guys have that at any stage, like a private moment as a, among yourselves? On the ice, you're talking about Coops? Oh, on the uh, ice, so back in the hotel room? Or? I, w I would say our private moment was uh, when we were on, I guess it wasn't so private. It was. Uh, well, it, yeah, yeah. Let's just clarify where we're going. Private moment in the hotel room, yeah? Like, the rink. Yeah. Let's it was, it was the exciting. Private moment in the hotel room on the ice. What yeah. ice are you yeah. talking about? Are <laughs> oh, you talking about the frozen stuff? <laughs> yeah. Please. But uh, yeah, we had a post game. Uh, whenever we had a win, we had a fight song that we would do Cut as a team. And collectively, we did that together on the ice. And yeah, like, yeah everyone on the saw ice. that. On the ice, Kurt. Yeah, on so we were just huddled together as a team, as one unit. And when we did that, it was just like we did it, boys. So yeah, that was yeah, that was, was probably at that moment. For, for Andrew, you said you've been involved for a long time. How, how have you found that the, the, the Australian Ice Hockey League itself? It, it seems to just be growing really nicely and bubbling yeah. along nicely. You're not going to Competitions that you know come out in a blaze of glory often fade away very quickly as well. Right. Yep. The ice hockey, obviously, as you said, 1909. Obviously, the wars took it took out a few years, but over the last probably 10 years, it's sort of just been getting a bit more traction, hasn't it? It's growing a bit Absolutely. more. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, I was out of it for a while actually when I got the call up to uh, the, the dirty ice dogs, as you call them. Um, <laughs> no, I don't call them all of Newcastle. Everyone calls them that. <laughs> Kurt, so speed I, again. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> one of the one of the first things I noticed when I came back was the uh, the talent level, um, not just of the uh, the imports, but the collective talent level. The the local playing talent was uh, extraordinary, and it's um, you know, I speak to a lot of people. I know uh, a lot of the other coaches around the league are guys I've played hockey with uh, as a junior and, and and more recently, and all of us, whenever we talk about it, just marvel at the standard of play. You know, the the skill level, the the flow of the game. It, it's extraordinary, and I think that. That probably that's what's really driving it along. You you pay money to come and sit, and you get genuine entertainment. Yeah. Like it's it's legit entertainment. So I think uh, the AIHL and the people that are driving that are doing a fantastic job, and and they're doing it incrementally. And I, I think yeah. that's probably why they're being successful. Yeah. And um, of course, uh, before the finals, we had Geordie Wadrick on Woodrick Wadrick yeah. on here. Yeah. Uh, he's the league MVP, finals MVP. Are we any yeah. chance getting back because he was something else, wasn't he? Oh, learning learning. Uh, goal scorer, learning point scorer, which is a it's a it's an accumulation of points and assists uh, yeah. and goals. 
Yeah. He, he set a record, a league record for most points. He, uh, I think he equaled the record for goals in a season. Uh, but look, to be honest, just take a minute about Geordie. Um, first and foremost, to answer your question, we'd, we'd move heaven and earth to get the guy back. And not because of all, any of that stuff. Uh, all of that comes in second to the quality of this guy as a human being. Yeah, he looks just, like a real good bloke. Just yeah. an extraordinarily good bloke who played his heart and soul out every single shift, not just during games, but practices as well, you know. Uh, 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 what's, the, what's the term? Uh, like a key professional or a, yeah. a, a perfect professional, you know. And how's, that, how's that work with visas and stuff? I don't really know. Because yeah. yeah. that was his point to us. He that, said, I don't know how I'm going to... Yeah. But Geordie said to us, I don't know how it works with the, vi with the visa stuff. You, you need yeah. to sort that out. I, I can teach you how to shoot a puck, but not how to get into the country, man. <laughs> not... Kurt, get on it. Yeah. 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 Consider he's got a visa to Hamilton. There you go. There you go. There was Home a nice Street. synergy as well that um, even though, even before you won it, that the All-Star weekend was in Newcastle. Yep. So how was that weekend? It was obviously two, two big days out there as well. It was a good celebration. Oh, no, it was a lot of fun yeah. like i mean it was pretty laid back you get to uh, have all the players from the league there and we're not trying to compete for like this thing right here yep. so guys are chill laid back just showing their skills off and i think it was overall pretty good were the skills better on in at warner's bay ice skating or at the nightclubs at that night <laughs> well this was the nightclub uh, i don't know if they've got any cctv yeah. but i wouldn't want to watch it <laughs> check, check the tape check the tape yeah. how good a feeling Love was it premium. john to have the, that trophy on display for uh, All Star Weekend, with all the other, all the players coming in the same way. Like, where was that? In the middle of the ice? Or full of ice. All of ice. I would like to think I'm a humble guy, but like we had those conversations where you see other teams and everything. It's just like, yeah. wait, did you? Yeah. No, wait, wait did, did you win the game? Uh, oh, we won the game. Uh, yeah. We're still on here. Yeah. We're still on here. Yeah. yeah, so. What do you, what do you see? How can, how can Newcastle or the, the North Stars take the, uh, take the game or take the team to, a, to another stage? Is there, is there investment in the, in, the, in the club, in the stands, in the crowd? How, how, how does it lift up a notch? Yeah, look, there's probably f 10 different answers to that. I mean, one of the challenges that I'm, I'm sure the ownership of the club and uh, you know, Gary Dore are very happy about is now they've got to find ways to get more people in the building. You know, they've, they've got to create more seating uh, and all the infrastructure that supports that. Um, as a club, as a, as a coach, we, you know, the, the plan now is just to implement um, more repeatable structures and, and strategies and bring a little bit more professional professionalism again and take a lead from the, from the league and just do it incrementally. You know, not try and make sweeping changes all at once, but just do it bit by bit, piece by piece. Well, big, big round of applause to Gary Dore, because he's worked, he's worked yeah. tirelessly for years, mate. Well done. Um, Fantastic <laughs> result to you, mate. Well done. Um, You've had a lot of heartbreak and tears over the years, but this one must have been very sweet. He's off camera. He's loving it. He's still smiling. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, bright here. We can see him smile. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Well done, well done. So, um, no, well done. He's not him. on the ice. No, he's not. He's been on the beers for I'll bet he's had a couple of quiet ones. Um, what, where to from here for you, Andrew? What, next year's already in, in line, or are you back? Yeah. Are they signed up again for next year? Or yeah, well, no, we'd, we didn't sign anything the first time around. We... Gary and I, had a, we've known each other a really long time. We had a couple of chats. We agreed how we were going to do it. And um, to his uh, immense credit, you know, he's uh, delivered ev on every promise and then some. So uh, I'll be more than happy to come back next year. And um, as hard as this thing is to win, it's going to be even harder to defend. So yeah. we've got our work cut out for well, us. Well, that's what's going to happen now, isn't it? They're going to keep coming for, yeah. for that, that title, aren't they, for that trophy? Of course. I mean, and that's what you play for. I mean, like you said, it's hard enough to get it, but to mm. keep it here is the big thing. So... I guess for us, it's pretty much our off-season, getting ready the right training and everything like that. Enjoying the moment, but coming back. If I steal it, they can't get it back. <laughs> good, <laughs> luck, good luck good with that, luck. mate. Good luck. You're not back <laughs> training yet. I, I question your commitment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same with the Hamilton Hawks. They should and all be training. 
But Kurt, I, ice hockey's a sprint, not a marathon, mate. Yeah, so okay, we, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well answered. Um, congratulations, gentlemen, and congratulations to the whole Newcastle North Stars uh, organisation. It was Fantastic. it was a shining light in what's been a pretty dour year for, or two for Newcastle sports, and yeah. we were all behind and we love it, and we, we've been t keeping in touch with Pete since the show started because we knew he wanted you to be part of it, and um, you delivered in spades for us as well as yourself. So well done, gentlemen. Thank Big you. round of applause for these guys, and thanks, thanks for bringing the cup in. There she is, <laughs> eh? Hey, hey. that's a big bastard, isn't it, Fordo? Well, I thought gonna, the, I thought the up, drinking right. vessel might have been bigger, but it's just one big lump of wool with a. That's a shot for you. That's a shot that's for you, actually, It's very. It weighs at thirteen kilos. We had to put <laughs> it on the plane, say, right? Gimel? That's a shot. A shot for you. That's a shot. That's a shot anyway, we're getting a bad rap here tonight, and we're getting a bad rap. We're going to have a small break and come back very soon to, to basically wrap up the year. So, uh, big round of applause. We'll see you very soon back here at the All Sports Show. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks, boys. And welcome back to the All Sports Show, uh, live from the Premier Hotel, and of course, streaming live at theherald.com.au. Hey, uh, Fordo's favourites, uh, Fordo's is about to do his Fordo's favourites, of course. How good has this show been? That's what I was about to say. It, it, this isn't the uh, the best show being live streamed at this very moment anywhere in the world. At this pub. Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve an award. What a cracker. Easily, easily. Breaking news. How do, how, I don't know who convinced to get today's lineup on the show. But whoever that is, they should take it. Mainly me. We've all done very Mainly well, me, mate. <laughs> you, got news on, you got some news on the award S front? Success eyes? has many fathers, and mate, we've got a whole group of them right here. Because soon to be award-winning all sports yeah, show. Yeah, tell the fans. Tell them. Tell them. Let them in. Let them in. Fans. Todd and, and the B Live crew. Tell both of them. Tell both of them. And of course, the all sports show being nominated for uh, a new award, which is uh, a tech award, and we're very proud of that. Uh, the awards night's next Friday. I have to go because no one else wants to go. So I'll Hang on. Some of us have other commitments. What, what, like, and what do I do? Life. No, we've, but, we've got other so commitments. Yeah, we're, up against, we're only up against Surfest and, uh, and, uh, and Bar TV streaming as well. But, so we should hey, be red hot. A bronze medal's good. Is there a, a market? Start. A bronze medal's a good start. Uh, we're on yeah, we're, we're 50s. But, uh, but of course... Bar TV 10s, Surfest $1. What we've got, uh, why we've got that award is because it's all on the back of one segment. Thanks, Everyone's mate. Everyone's favourite segment. Thanks, mate. And here it is. Favorites. Get into yeah, 100% right. We're all gluttons for punishment, are you, Porto? I'm glad the show's home, baby. Back used to be at stuff carrying oh, you blokes all year. Actually, bring it home. when you say Porto's favourites, we all just sort of lean forward a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's his moment. It's his time. Come on, get into it, son. Look, we're not going to talk racing this week. It's all about rugby league. Yep. It's, a, it's a, the, the two big games. One tonight, Broncos-Roosters. Could be the game of the year. Mm. Uh, and the Storm Cowboys tomorrow. Boys, let's get some tips. Kurt, Broncos-Roosters tonight, mate. How do you see that game faring? Broncos. Uh, under under really? what kind of thoughts is that? Like? Uh, look, I just think that Wayne Bennett's going to have a more fired up. I see it being a Broncos Storm grand final, even uh, though uh, even though I could be terribly wrong because my <laughs> tips over the last month have been terribly wrong. I hope so. I've gone the other way. So uh, I, exactly. I just I just think that the, they've they've put favourites in for Roosters, and I, mate, Broncos at home. I think. Uh, Bennett's just going to have him too fired up. And everyone, even me, I got convinced with the Roosters would lose one, then go all the way through yep. to the grand final. And everyone's assuming that that's the case. I just don't think they will. And, and you've, you've, I was going to come back to you with the second game, but you've already nominated the Storm as your other grand final team. Under, under what pretense is that? I mean, the, the, I'm backing both coaches this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, I'm really just backing Bellamy and, uh, and, and Bennett. I think that they've, they've, got, uh, they've got a link to their team that is very rare.
and and coaches good coaches are nothing unless they can actually relate to the young person to the fella in front of the guys in yep. front of them yep. when they can relate to them and they can get them to actually believe in what's going on uh, which is obviously what didn't work with Bennett in Newcastle, what yep. does in the Broncos, and what Bellyache does have down in in Storm. And sure, there's they've lost uh, they've lost Slater, but they've gained a coach really. Yeah. Slater is like and, the, and the yeah, perfect well, Munster, has been a revelation. A at the star, back. Yeah, yeah. a star. So yeah. I just think, mate, right, those well, two back we'll, in the coaches. We'll put you down for Broncos and the Storm. Coops, Chief Rugby League right for the Herald. There's a lot of build up at this time of year. Any time when there's a prelim final, but. Have you seen more anticipation for the Broncos Roosters games in recent years? Well, I don't know. I mean, they just I, I kind of thought with the Roosters losing in week one, that kind of threw the whole finals on, on their head. And I, I actually thought the I mean, I took the Bulldogs at the start of the year. I thought the Bulldogs, whatever they got, had to do to get through the season, come the finals with the the just the the addition of Brett Morris to that side that didn't go far, you know, Close uh, last beat, year. beaten last yeah. year in the grand final. Yeah. And I tipped them to beat the Roosters last week after the Roosters had got rolled. Um, and the Roosters blew them away. I mean, and, and the Bulldogs threw everything at them in that first 15 minutes. Couldn't score, couldn't sustain it, made too many mistakes. The Roosters piled on the points in the second half. The Roosters, and, I, and I've kind of been sticking with the Bulldogs all year against the, the general sort of feeling that the Roosters are the team to beat. But they've lost once in the last 14 weeks, or last 14 games. Lost, and that was a couple of points against Melbourne two weeks ago. They've been the best side all year. I can't see them losing tonight. I know it's in but Brisbane, but they're just... Mitchell Pearce back. They've got Jackson Hastings if things go awry there. They've got, they're missing Warrior Hargreaves, but the Broncos won't have Josh Maguire, so that kind of cancels each other out. I think the Broncos have had a great year, but I think it ends tonight. And I think tomorrow night in uh, Melbourne, I, I don't know how Melbourne is still there, and that's a, a, a tribute to Craig Bellamy and his ability as a coach to get the best out of players. Um, I saw them beaten a month ago by the Knights in Melbourne. Yep. And, and the Knights played out of their skins. But the, the Storm, just, there's something to, uh, on and off all year. They've been, you think, oh, they're coming good. And then they just go back to, to just being a, a side that's so-so. How they're actually a, a win away from a grand final is beyond me. And, and they had some injuries out of that. And I just think it's the Cowboys' time. Uh, I think it's Thurston's time to get to a grand final. Whether or not they can beat the Roosters come grand final night. I, I think we've got a Roosters-Cowboys grand final. Mate, I'm, I'm with you, Coops. I, I just think that um, if, I, if there was ever any doubt about the quality of both the Roosters and the Cowboys last week, just cemented yeah, that, that. the Cowboys that were phenomenal last week against a, a tough saying, another saying side. That, Ivan, out of sight, out of mind. We, we, we're forgetting how good the Storm and the Broncos no, were no, the I, previous I, week. I accept yeah, that. Were. I accept that. They were close, they were close results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the Broncos. Everyone, everyone have overachieved this year. They've, they've, they've exceeded everyone's expectations, and and that's a good thing for them. But I just don't think they're going to get over the yep. roosters. I just think you know, blokes like Tuivasa-Shek is obviously going to New Zealand next year. They're all going to be playing for each other. They're a very, very good unit, and I just can't see how the Broncos are going to hold them out. Same with the Cowboys. I think that the Cowboys could end up putting a bit of a score on the Storm. I, I know the Storm will try to wrestle them out of the game, yep. but I think the Cowboys will get around them, I and they'll just be quick, 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 quick game. I don't think the Broncos have got enough points in them. I no, mean, I agree. Uh, defensively, they'll, hold, they'll, they'll, they'll stifle the Roosters to a the point. Roosters wanna, the, the Roosters want to have a good start and get it, the game even. Mitchell Pearce is a massive in, and, and, and if he wasn't right, he wouldn't play. He, he's, a, he's not a selfish play. He, he, he'll only play if he's right. Yep. It's five weeks since he did it. Was, he did it against the Broncos he's, five he's, weeks well, ago. Well, when he first done it, they said Susan. So yeah. for him to come back is enormous. But then it was four that, to six. That hamstring injury is, is a bad injury. He's a big in. Yep. His kicking game will change the, the whole dynamics of the game. I think Roosters, I think the Storm, I don't think the Cowboys will handle Melbourne weather and the, and the wet conditions. Mm. Cowboys, Cowboys are sideline to sideline. 
I'd like to see them just straighten up and use the fours like they did last week. When they went forward last week, before they went wide, they were dynamic. But I don't know if the Cowboys can do it two weeks from now. Thurston needs... He's a gross player in the game. He's a gross player in the game. But Thurston, if he hasn't got the ball in his hands, he gets frustrated and calls it and goes wide. I think Melbourne, I think Melbourne as much as it pains me to say it, I'd love to see a Roosters Cowboys I, I think the, I think Roosters Melbourne. I think the emergence of Michael Morgan as a player and the fact that he's been back a couple of weeks now, I mean, there was a scare a couple of weeks ago when he was injured, he's taken some of the heat off Thurston. Thurston didn't have to be, uh, he didn't have to be and doesn't have to be the man anymore. Yep. There's that, that extra dimension and, and in Morgan and also in Lachlan Coote. Morgan was outstanding last week. Yeah, and Jake Granville. I mean, they, they, they're phenomenal players. Yeah, the, the good thing is just right. that... Uh, 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 it is a genuine flip of the coin for both games. Like, oh, uh, and it they usually is really come this time. Oh, not you, always. Two mate. away teams. The teams that just just went in from last week. They're the favourites tonight, according yeah, to the, yeah, the bookies. Yeah, yeah. I've got some food for thought when you talk about Bellamy and, and, and Bennett. I really think Trent Robinson is is he'll end up as good, if not better, than both of them. He, he's got a yeah, real. He's the air in waiting. He's got he's solid, got a really good he's got a really good culture at the Roosters. He's he's got the respect of the players. And I, yeah. I, I really think he's. I, I think you might have underestimated. Trent Robinson, I think he's he's as good as him. Look, I think that I think that I, I I would like it to be a Roosters Cowboys Grand Final, but I just can't see it. I can't see it being the case. And I know you said Mitch Pearce, Mitch Pearce coming out off of that's a pretty heavy injury yeah, to come yeah, back from. I wouldn't injury. be surprised to see him on the sidelines in the first five minutes. And if he's on the sidelines in the first five minutes, they can't win. Well, they've got Hastings on the bench. People that know him, but three people that know him, they'll see he's a selfless guy. He wouldn't play. He was in any doubt whatsoever the last eight minutes. He was close last week, they said. I think I think he'd be okay. The only reason I reckon the Roosters might not win, this is going to be absolutely for no foundation whatsoever, is that through life, AFL and NRL have a history of sort of mimicking each other through their results. Yeah. And there's a big oh, chance that this year, both teams from in the AFL will be outside of Victoria and yeah. both will be outside of New South Wales. It's just a weird analogy that always seems on that, to happen. On that, yeah. on that point, Ivan, what are your tips for the AFL? Because, geez, the Hawks have hit some form. I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I we think don't the sour grapes because the Swans are no, not No, no, they, they got beaten. They got beaten. And they just ran they out of men. They ran out of men, mate. That's what happened. They, got, they ran out of men. Uh, they, there's too many injuries caught up with them. Um, I, I think West Coast will um, absolutely annihilate um, North North by a, by sour a grapes. bomb. And no, no, I, they will. And they haven't um, North done well to get there, yeah. Ivan. Oh, mate, they're the only team to come from eighth to play in a preliminary done, final done, ever. They've done well to get where they are anyway. Like yeah, they, yeah, they've done very well. But they were a preliminary final last year against the Swans, and so they, they, they've just done a good job. Uh, the, I, I, the Freo the Hawthorne one is very intriguing for me. I, I, I think um, I think um, Lyon, uh, Lyon, the, um, Ross Lyon, Ross Lyon, the coach. coach of the Freo, he's sort of like, for me, he's the Brian Smith of the AFL. I don't reckon he'll ever win one. Yeah, right. Like, he'll always coach them to that point, but he probably will never get over the line. Can't close the sale. He can't. And but I but I still reckon they might beat Hawks. Right. I reckon they will end up being a West Coast Freo Grand Final. You got a thought? Yeah, the AFL I thought it was. I thought it was a shoe in um, West Coast Hawthorns. Yeah. I thought yeah, that I'm was. I'm, uh, with I'm with you. An I wouldn't be surprised. I'm with you, Kurt. And uh, Freo have they turned into the most hated team in the AFL? Why is that? From Sydney side. Why is that? Because but? of the booing of Adam Goods. But, yeah. But they weren't and, the and only we club. should pay respect to them. Did they start or something? I mean, all the, the Frio, well, West Coast were as bad, weren't they? I mean, yeah. yeah, they had blokes like Ryan Crowley, who's potentially going to come back after his 12 months of drug um, uh, ban, who could come back this weekend. First game in the year could be a preliminary final. 
it's all they were all grubby players. They were in niggly players, and you know, um, and the, they and just built that reputation of being that club. You know, and, and Ivan, the Swans are losing Lewis Jetta. He wants to release back to the Lewis West. Is that a big back. loss? He looks like a good player to me. L Lewis is a great player in the 2012 Grand Final and that whole season. And you can see the last 12 months he sort of lost his way a yep. bit. Um, yep. With a lot of Indigenous boys, they do that. They, they get homesick. They yeah. want to go home. They want to be around family, which is absolutely understandable. But will and the you Swans, can, has will he the indicated be, what club? Either wants, of the Western Australian clubs. He, he just it? wants to go back he to WA. Will the Swans be in a rebuilding phase, or can they compete for the flag next year? Oh, mate, they, they'll still compete. You know, you've got blokes like Dan Hanabry. You've got our Isaac Heaney, of course. You've got um, Tommy Mitchell. You've the got all these. Two Jack yeah, boys. Their, their forward yeah. line last week Tippet, played less yeah. than, like, 50 games combined. Yeah, it yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then it would take Tippett out. How much trouble are the Swans going to be in for playing Buddy Franklin after his seizure? I don't know, but you would have thought Nathan Gibbs would, have, would know his stuff. He's the club doctor. He's been around for a donkey's years, um, Nathan Gibbs. So I, thanks for your support this year, Fordo's favourites. I know you, it's a... It's a um, well, what, we, we I, know, I know we've lost a lot of money for our punters, but it's been a bit of fun. And, I don't know uh, if we The best thing we ever did was not keep a ledger, because if it was a running ledger, we'd Are we going to have a pick for the last round, like last last show of the, of the year? Uh, or uh, grand a horse race? Let's grand final Just something. Horse race? Oh, oh, well, let's I, pick I, something. Coast to win the, we didn't have time to get... I, I've got a pick, but... I'll go West Coast Cowboys double. There's mine. Okay, West Coast Cowboys double. Kurt? Hawks and, uh, oh, Hawks and, oh, Hawks and Storm. Go the Storm, they're storm. outside. Yeah, okay, Hawks, Hawks and storm. storm. Gavin Cooper, first try scorer tomorrow for the Cowboys against the Storm. And that's a little short pass off Thurston. Uh, he'd, be, he'd be double figure odds, but I'm, there's a little sneaky Gavin Cooper, first try scorer. What about you staying on this side of the Listen, crease, by the way? Now, now, Mate, I was that, like, the, the last two, ga anyway. Dad. And what about the Brian <laughs> Hammer? Further down here. What Hammer getting the wooden spoon? Wooden boys, spoon. boys, what listen. We're up, ready? When, when, we, get, when we go for a break, Hurley, automatic Telling the, the betting machine, Roosters thirteen plus tonight. Wow! Heard it here. Heard it right first. Up. Heard it first. Okay, well, we're, we're going to have a very, sh very. Where's the camera? You've lost me all of a sudden over here. Okay. That well, a very, very short break. Um, Stanley Zubik. And we're going to come back um, and finish Zubik. up the year. We're, we're going to reminisce a little bit and um, and probably have a bit of a cry. Uh, you know, cuddle each other a bit. But um, we'll be back very soon. At the All Sports Show live at the Premier Hotel. You'll be dancing with yourself, Ivan. And for the last time, welcome back to the All Sports Show, live at the Premier Hotel, and of course, streaming live at theherald.com.au. And you can see all the past episodes. Um, if you want to go to live stream, just look up uh, Be Live uh, and All Sports Show. That's how I'm going to spend my summer. Oh, mate, re reminiscing. Fast-forwarding my bits and watching you three. Well, well can I just over, tell you, can I just tell you, look, we'll, I'll, I'll, we'll do some thank yous later, but I, I just did some sums today. 28 shows, we've had over 120, 130 guests. We thank every single one of them because no one got paid a brass rise. They all gave their time willingly. Are you boys getting paid? We've had world... No, we're not. <laughs> we've had world champions. We've had national champions. We've had local champions. Olympic medalists. champions. We've had Olymp that's right, world Olympic champions. We've had them all. Bakovic and well done. Actually, congratulations, Susie Bakovic, yep. the Newcastle Herald Rugby League tipping champion for 2015. Well done, Susie. Well done, all Susie. sports home. Um, I calculated some basic figures. 2,550 minutes of this rubbish... Which is not basically forty-two point forty-two and a half hours of shows quality. live. Quality local, sport. Me. And quality a, local yeah. sport coverage and a ton of bullshit. That's the last thing I wrote. But anyway, but we're yeah, massive. But look at them all. You can go and watch the whole thing again. It, it's been it's some pretty funny bits in there, and there's also some pretty ordinary ones, um, especially Fordo's jokes about the Greek thing. But anyway, 
Remember that famous episode? What about your line about sucking your testicles up into your body when you're getting <laughs> water playing water polo? Can you, can you, yeah, that can you revisit that? that was a good What's my life come to? <laughs> Wait, he wasn't talking about sucking his testicles up, well, was know, he? Water polo, anyway. It saves you getting kicked in the balls and Dr. you can suck Spurs it up. Anyway, something. Uh, last week, we just, a quick thank you publicly to the NJC again for hosting us. The, the All Sports Show was a cracking day, mate. Yeah, I believe it was. Just to tell you again, you and was that, how, was that shit then? The CEO got the ass. Well, get yeah. can we get? Oh. Thank, you, thank you to Cameron Williams and 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 maybe the All Sports Show had one last curse left in did it. Did you know the edge? <laughs> oh, you said the curse was dead. <laughs> Brought it back in a big way. But oh, thank you, mate, to Cameron. Soon? It was. It might be a little bit too soon, but yeah, he's obviously yeah. It was announced uh, yeah, yesterday that he's us. parting company with the NJC. So we wish I wish Cameron Williams all the very best and uh, and thank you very much. Then there are some of our sponsors, of course. Thank you all them. But gentlemen, um, what else during the week um, tickled your fancy, Kerbal? Oh, there's, there's you know, plenty this week. I guess yeah, the, we, we touched on it with the NJC, the, uh, the parting of, of company with uh, Cameron Williams, the, the CEO. There's been you know, some stuff behind the scenes going on there, and, and I, yeah, I don't think we've heard the last of it by any means. But, um, yeah, it's, a, it's an unfortunate situation, but that they'll both move on in their separate ways. Well, Ford knows a little bit, but how aren't you going to tell us? Probably can't say too much, I Look, suppose. The, the bottom line is he got offside with a few trainers and owners. It was in the paper today. I told Keeps three weeks ago it was coming. Um, you uh, unfortunately spilt the boons to the bloke last week, and uh, anyway, look, it's been coming. It's it's been coming. <laughs> <laughs> like under mate, the yeah. bus. Well, you dropped me in it last week, so look, it's been coming. <laughs> it's been coming. It's unfortunate you've done a good job getting us on the air last week, but um, let's move on. Let's get some guy. Look, I, I, I truly believe as a as a member and a race goer, uh, we need to change direction. He, I don't think he's, he's a good bloke, not the right bloke for the job. My, my opinion, no one else's. Yeah, that's yours. I thought he must have got the ass for letting us on the track. Well, yeah, we're squatting. That was squatting it. That was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I, was, uh, okay. I was in the air over Hong Kong or Darwin yeah, or somewhere, yeah, so I had nothing to do with quickly, it. Right, yeah. I, I, yeah, good luck to. We talked about the nights earlier with yep. Clint Newton. It's been a rotten year. It's been a rotten couple of years, but for the reserve grade New South Cup, the Reggies. Premier League, whatever you want to call them. Coach Rugby League Grand Final Sunday. Yep. Yeah, I, I want to go we through that quickly for that. those guys. Yeah, um, Real NRL this Sunday, Hunter Stadium is going to be a massive day. Three o'clock, Lakes versus um, Macquarie. It was a good win by Macquarie last week, wasn't it, mate? We'll have the winners on next week. Yeah, good. Um, tw <laughs> 20 bucks general admission, 12 bucks 50. Under 16s are free. Uh, get out there. The Western Stands and the Southern Hill are all in alcohol free zones, but you can certainly. Um, well, Northern Hills now. Look at me, I won't be on the Western Stand um, or the. But isn't it good South. to see? Like it's been, it's Get been dominated. Be West have won three in a row, and and West Cessnock dominated the, the the grand final in the last few years. Great to see Lakes have yep. come from uh, obscurity, yep. and Macquarie battling club, the battle of the Lake East versus West. I'm tipping Lakes, boys. Lakes for me. Lakes for you. My home region. Uh, Gainey with his hat. We didn't end well, up bloody getting him uh, back. We, we did advertise that Kane was him. on. You he sent him. me. Would you believe he sent me a message just before the show started? And I quote. Uh, I'll try, but my portrait is displaying on the opening night of its art exhibition at Wickham. Michael Under the bus. So is mine. And there it is. And there it is. So is mine. But there's Kaney's uh. art exhibition. That's what we got gazumped for. After he quoted Wait, Is it a portrait of him, or is he painted a portrait? I've got no idea, Self-portrait. Both. Whatever. But, yeah, get out there to the Hunter Stadium on Sunday. It'd be a great day. Good luck to all clubs involved in all grades. I actually reckon Macquarie... Every club is involved in the grand finals over the four grades, bar Cessnock. So it's good diversity of clubs. It should be a massive day out there. And well done to the... Come on, Sears. Come on, Sears. And I reckon Macquarie are going to steal it. There you go. That's my tip. For what it's worth. Wrong. Quick one to Pat Cummins. Uh, Australian player and of course uh, one of the Sydney Thunders no no but he broke down again yesterday unfortunately he, his back's played up on him so he's going to be out for a little while I saw him last night at the, at the New South Wales cricket launch and um, 
fair play to the fellow. He didn't have to go because obviously all the players there last night, half the Australian team were there, which was great. Pat didn't have to go, but he went there. That's just the measure of the man, and I wish him a speedy recovery. Good luck, Pat, and good luck to the, the Sydney, Sydney Thunder and the Sydney Sixers in the Big Bash coming up in the off-season for our season in the summer. Cricket's going to be massive this year. West Indies are coming. New Zealand are coming. First test under lights. Pink balls. There's lots of good stuff happening in cricket. Boys, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's a place to be. Big fan of the pink balls. What under the women's? The breakers are there last night. They're going for their 11th consecutive national title that will equal St. George. Massive achievement for the New South Wales breakers, a female team. Elise Perry was there. She looked great. Um, The whole team looked great. They were very excited about the the, the year ahead. Go the breakers. Go the blues. Uh, disappointing. We lost the ashes. We like. lost the ashes through the through the year, unfortunately. Uh, the I mean, men did. No one saw that coming. I, I actually said to a couple of blokes at work, "Why are we all think we're going to go over there and win five 0 We always have trouble with them, the swinging ball, and uh, you know if they get if they get a result in the first one, we're going to be under some early pressure. And oh, look, what a shame that was. thought it was coming because England were complete shit house. Yes, they were yeah, exactly. But. They were. Let's move on. When was the last time we won the Ashes over there? By, by, by Jingo, by G, by Crikey, yeah, we lost a, a great man. Yep. Hey, Mike Gibson passed away this week. What a 75 years old. What a great, great sporting personality he was. I grew up watching my world of sports. No doubt you would have and you would have. And he, was, he was the weekend sport the for The biggest me. memory for me, Coop, sorry, was later in his career when the, the real back page with him, the 12th man, yep. Yep. Chippy Flingos and Peter Fitzsimons. It was Fan. great viewing. Yep. Great viewing. I love the back page as he is now. But I'll never I don't watch it anymore, to be honest. I'll never compete with Gibbo, 12th man, Chippy, and Fizzy. And you know what? It, it's, it's I guess it's a poignant moment, too, where we've lost this year Richie Benno and Mike Gibson, both who yep. um, became iconic almost because they were... Because Billy Birmingham, the 12th yeah. man, took the piss out of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he, he yeah, we, all, we all grew up with, with, uh, with um, yeah, mimicking the 12th yeah. man mimicking these blokes. We Got all the knew the, the phrases uh, from, yeah. the, from the 12th man CDs or cassettes yeah. as they were 100%. back then. Um, yeah, and also on, on the local front, I don't want to end on a downer, but Ken Clifford, um, he, we yeah. lost him a, a couple of weeks ago. It's been a tough well, year. Well, we lost, lost a lot of but great, Arthur Morris was men. gone, yeah, of course. Bart Cummings, you know. We, we Bart, lost of course, yeah. But Phil been. Walsh, the tragedy that was Phil Walsh. Uh, so we lost some big names during the year, but, um, but for me, you know, Mike Gibson, just to finish off, there's no one better than the other, but I was pretty sad to hear that because that was just, that was my youth, as you said. That was me. Did you ever meet? Did you ever get great to meet Mike? He could write a story. He just wrote yeah. cracking yarns. He was a great broadcaster. Tragic circumstances he, he too. Was, he had yep. that touch with it. You know, he's in touch with the common man, and just he, he described a story or a sporting event um, as as we do here. You know, blokes just chewing the fat. I love this. We, 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 we can oh, talk yeah, all night, it. but Kurt's got to get home. His wife's waiting for it. Let, let, let's me. do a quick round of the round of the table. Uh, just a highlight of the year for you, whether it's sport or whether it's in this show, something that you've done or, or seen or, or had yeah, involved well, this with. Is, this is the highlight of the year. This this show today, I think the lineup that we've had, the guests coming through, I, I don't think you could possibly get better at any event even Good on in you, Newcastle. Mate. Good on this you. was an absolute, absolute bloody Good stuff, uh, standout. Well, I'm not going to uh, copy him, because, but I, I appreciate his sentiment because, yeah, we all, we all had a bit of a crack this year. This is something um, different. So it, it, we believe it filled a void in, uh, on the local sporting scene, and um, it's been fun to be a part of. Hopefully we can continue it next year. That's our intention in some format. I can't go past Jared Hayne, boys. I mean, um, we, we, all, we all took the piss out of him months ago, thinking, oh, yeah, he's kidding. He'll be coming home with his tail between his legs. He's now a, a member of the 49ers, one of the greatest franchises in the NFL, yep. and, uh, you know, they're not going to have a great year, unfortunately, but you know, he's an Australian guy over there. Never played the game. He's, he's lined up for his sixth game this week. You know, well done to him. What about you, buddy? Highlight. Jason Day. Definitely. Oh, a big one. I was, I was sitting in Chicago Airport watching Jason Day play the last three holes, and the, the Americans were watching it and telling us how much they loved the guy. Yeah. 
Um, just a, a good advertisement for Australia. Uh, a fantastic player. Like, as I said earlier in the show, we, we thought Spooth would be around for years to be the number one. Mm. This guy's just playing out of the water. And, mate, I, I just I love watching the, I love watching the guy play. Jason Day for me. Uh, for me, this is this has been the highlight. Um, you know, it was a little dream. I think about 2012. I think I said to Coos, let's, "Let's bloody start a sports show." And you're like, "You're an idiot, mate. Go away." And then I come back and did it again. And then I said, "How about we go and get Kurt Fernley?" And you were like, "You're a bigger idiot. Go away." <laughs> and here we are in 2015. And, and you said, "Let's get forward." Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. But for me, but for me, this this is this has been a highlight. As I said, 30 weeks I've been doing this thing, and um, we all done it for the love. We all did it because there is. We all love sport. Uh, we want to get back yeah, a little bit, and, and that's. You say there was great. a paycheck at the end of. <laughs> well, mate, double nothing's nothing. So congratulations <laughs> to you. But uh, this this has been the hot for me. We've met an, an immense quality of people. Not just lots of people, but the quality of people we've had on here is just from Toby Bryce to you know, Susie Bakovich to Joel Griffiths co-hosting. You name it, they've bloody been here. And not to mention this bloke over here. Mate, what an absolute legend. And Every week class, except for the mate. weeks he wasn't here. It's fantastic, you know, but we honestly appreciate your time, mate, because you're a very busy man, as we all are. But for you to be part of this is very special for all of us, and it's been lovely to have you on board, mate. Been a privilege. Good, luck, been good privilege. luck with your, so with that's your why charge to Rio, mate. While you're there, Ivan, uh, the, the production crew, honestly. I, I, I want to get through some thank yous, and, and we start with the number one, uh, Todd and Al from Live Productions, mate. Fantastic job. Round of applause. Thanks, boys. We don't do we don't get paid for this, and nor do they. And that should be said. But the quality of the production has been getting better and better and better. And um, we are an envy of many people. They all often contact us saying, "How the hell do you put that together?" We um, don't well, know a lot the of answer. us, lo lot of it's on the back. Yeah, we don't know how the hell it happened either. <laughs> but we want to thank Todd and uh, and Al, and of course all the well boys. Done. Well done, lads. All the boys that have been through this year. Fantastic job. Of course, our good friends at the Newcastle Herald have promoted us all year. It's been fantastic. What about the Premier Hotel, boys? We've been fantastic. here like imposters every week. They've had an open tab for us. They've opened their doors to us. Yes, they have. And we've been putting it on over the course of the year. Um, uh, throwing buckets, of course. Sproulie's overseas at the moment, but he did a lot of work for us with pictures and all sorts of stuff as well. Lumina takes some Visual. very interesting pictures. Takes some buckets. good ones. Go and see Throwing Buckets. Get, buy it. Lumina Visual. Pete from Lumina Visual did a lot of stuff. The Monsters of Rock, mate, gave us their music for free. We, mate, we love to have that? Monsters of Rock. How, how good are they? Of course, Australian Bloodstock and Guardian Safety Solutions, who, uh, who came to the party last week to help us put on the show. Um, all of the sporting personalities that have been on, all the local sporting organisations who have helped us, yep. you know, brought trophies in, sent personalities to us, done a bit of work. We're here to provide them a platform, and they've done that very well to help us. So thank you to everyone. It's been fantastic. You can watch the shows. Follow us on Twitter. Who the hell knows what happens? Someone else say something, please. <laughs> well, well, well done to you, mate. Well it's, been, it's been a it's enjoyable awesome. experience for all of us. And uh, we hope to do, do it again next year. We'd so, like for the final time in 2012... 20, 2015. 20, oh, fuck. <laughs> I am tired. I'm tired. He signs out with an F-bomb. He signs out with the F-bomb. Is there any other way? Typical of our show. <laughs> it's good to see some of our guests have stayed here. We're going to have a few beers with them. But thank you very much for 2015. Thank you for joining us on the All Sports Show. Gentlemen, see you next time. Cheerio. Good night. Close your eyes. <laughs> and I'll <laughs> you tomorrow.